What's going on, everybody? You are listening to the Built for War podcast. I am your host, Austin Trotter, accompanied by my co-host, Michael Music. What's up, Strings Weeks? We got somebody in the studio, as you'll see. However, we'll get into him here in just a sec. We've got some daily chores to clean up a little. We do. Um, If you guys are watching on the YouTube, we really appreciate it. If you guys wouldn't mind, please just real quick hit that like, subscribe button. Um, Simple five-minute task or five-second task that will... uh, (laughs) Five minutes. I was like, dude, I don't have five minutes in here. <laughs> like, dude, dude, shut up. You've got an hour in here. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it just helps us out. It'll help us get into uh, monetization faster so that way we can bring you bigger, cooler shit. Um, if you guys are listening on the Spotify, we appreciate you guys as well. It, wherever you guys are listening, we appreciate you. We do. We love you. <clears throat> and uh, yeah, as I said, just more involvement just helps us right that that uh, thrives us to put out more stuff more content and we're doing this for you guys anyway so throw that comments throw that subscribe button uh, like everything and just helps us uh, build and grow yeah. so we can reach more of you so we can have more to the familia you know what i mean absolutely so also if you guys haven't checked it out go to www.builtforwarstrength.com we have all new t-shirts and designs Bro. up uh also, hit that email list. It'll get you hooked onto our um, every time we come out with something new. Uh, we've got like three new things coming out here within the next month. So, yeah. uh, if you haven't seen, we just came out with the Colorado Strong Woman shirt, our Plate Bandit shirt. Uh, we revamped all of our old stuff. So now we're in the nicer, uh, soft style Bro. shirts. Uh, it's like getting hugged by a fucking teddy bear. <laughs> I mean, it is, right? Like, they're nice shirts, <laughs> they dude. They are. What, what brand are they? They're soft style. So okay. it's Gildan soft style. So yeah. it's, I think it's a 50-50 blend. Nice. Dude. Yeah, they're just so much more comfortable. It's those small little things, yeah. you know? And then they, and you know. it's an extra, like, 50 cents a shirt. It I is, like, I can't. right? Yeah. And it holds color better. Like, it doesn't get that, uh. I feel like the old shirts and those, like, cheaper shirts. Uh, they fade. They, they fade, but then also, like. It may fit good when you get it, or it doesn't fit well, and you got to wash it six times for it to fit right, and yep. it only lasts maybe three three wears, and then yeah. it's too small, and then you give it to your chick. And the nice you thing is, it, is these, as soon as you put them on, they are going to feel yeah. that way after 20 washes. Absolutely, yeah. Like uh, the color of strings one, yeah, I wash that all the time, and it still fits like so great it's every so time. Like, and it's like saw, and I'm like, yep. sick, bro. Yeah. I'm like, pumped. What's up? Yeah, so even with that, a pump with a pump so, <laughs> so yeah so make sure you guys check out the website um yep. so yeah it's just those little progressions little upgrades that we're doing um to bring you guys the best quality so fucking a order that shit uh yeah and then if you guys haven't yet just check us out on the instagram that's where we're posting most of our updates for the built for war holiday special Dude. um so make sure that you guys are following that page to stay up to date on everything that we're doing um like I said, this this year we've really progressed. We're progressing even more next year. So absolutely, make sure you guys like, subscribe, and follow. And uh, other than that, I think that's it. Yeah, sounds good. Let's get into this guy. This guy. Unless you're a 90 kilogram athlete, they don't have that division available. So I'm not sure what happened there. Just kind of skipped over it. What just happened? 
<laughs> what did you say? Did we just get called out <laughs> fucking three minutes into our we fucking show? We didn't even show. make it three minutes, bro. <laughs> I just don't know why there's never... Do you want a 90 kilo? kilo? Uh, I'll do it right now. Well, the thing is, no. I'm So I'm on this kick of trying to compete once a month and just get consistent. Hold on. Pause. Yeah. For those of you that don't know, this is Ben Logan for yeah. Ben Bennett. <laughs> <laughs> That's his Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> I, I get so fucking did, tied up with all of that uh, all the yeah. time, dude. Absolutely. I do the same thing. You uh, want to call them out by their Instagram yep. instead of their name? Especially when you meet them at comp. You're like, oh, bro. Hey, are you ass slapping 69? <laughs> yeah, what's up? You know? I follow you. <laughs> what's your actual name? Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Oh, man. So, yeah, for those of you that don't know, uh, Ben is a local strongman here in Colorado, but also goes to the big time shows. He does. So, as we're talking, obviously, he is your mostly 90 kilo athlete, right? Yeah. Yeah, I tried to fit myself in the 80-kilo box for a couple oh, of years there, but those cuts were so intense that I couldn't perform. Yeah, you know? right. so, absolutely. Um, losing performance over being able to, you know, be at the bigger stage with some of the guys, that, you know, like the 80K clash, you know, and stuff. I made it there, but, you know, performance-wise, it's like I, I won't ever be able to hang at that level. So bumping up a weight class, 90-kilo guys are strong as fuck, yeah, they're you know? Fuck, like, yeah. like, I mean, Dan Benson just hit uh, the world record deadlift at, like, 8. 881. I saw yeah, that. Yeah, yeah almost like, 900. You know, and that was a couple weeks after just doing the chaos classic, you know? So yeah. it's like, holy shit, you know? So, But that's top in the world, you know? Absolutely. So Yeah, it's also, man, like, the 90s and the 105s are... I like hands down, obviously, it's statistically proven they are pound for pound the strongest people that walk the planet. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Like it's incredible how much weight can be pushed at a 105 or a 90. Like it's it's incredible. It's getting up there to where these guys that are 300 plus are getting pushed by these other guys because it's like, cool, yeah, you're 400 pounds, but you're not even doing a 400 pound log. Yeah. Right. You know exactly. what I mean? Like, exactly. You've got guys that are overhead pressing twice their body weight for reps. Yeah, and they just keep going. Like the records just keep getting broken. They just keep getting stronger every Dude, year. It's it like seems like no, every show. Yeah, it's like it just keeps going and shit. Some of these people are just like freaks of nature. Yeah, you're like, how does this guy keep going? You know, Dude. like, does he have kids? What does he do for you know? Like, is he just Dude. wake up and train? Like, is that all he has? You know, like, but it always seems to be uh, like ex powerlifters that or just like yeah i've been powerlifting for like 20 yeah. years and that shit got boring so i tried strongman and well it works i'm like yeah cool fuck you dude <laughs> i'm a pro card first year in the <laughs> right, right, yeah. right and then i compare myself to them and i'm like hold on i haven't even been in the game for five years so yeah. i've got some well, time that's just it too, yeah. yeah so it's like tough but yeah some of these guys that are just coming out and like yeah they're getting their pro card their first year mm -hmm. and they're setting these records and it's like who the fuck are you? Yeah. Right. But it's kind of discouraging because it's like, all right, I want to be at that level, but unless they get injured for a significant amount of time, you're not going to catch them, you know, like, like bump up a weight class or something, get the fuck out of my way. You know? <laughs> but I mean, that is super true though. And it is crazy because they're around our ages or so, but I think it is kind of what you said, like a Luke Richardson or something like that. They have such a background in strength sports or even like chase. We were talking about right. He did years and years of powerlifting before he got into strongman. Oh yeah, McGee. Uh, McGee. Yeah. And uh, you know, and he's a ninety kilo athlete as well. Same thing. You know, like almost squatting seven hundred and all this shit. And I'm like, 
He's like, yeah, this is like my fifth, sixth show. <laughs> like, bro. Yeah. So I don't know if it was his first or second show, but I actually met him in Houston at oh, okay. the uh, OSG qualifier last year. Oh, okay. Not this year, but the year before. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. And, uh, yeah, that was when we were going out to nationals. Yeah, I met oh, up with that's you and right, guys at the airport. Yeah, right. I saw you and Brittany in the security yeah. line. Yeah, so I had met him then, and I was like, seeing the numbers he's putting up now, it's yeah. like he's fucking doubled. Yeah, you know? right, he's like dude. twice the person he was. It's like holy shit. And know? he's it's it's crazy. Like he is not one of those guys that you would look at and be yeah. like, that's oh, a strong, strong man. man. No. You know? yeah. no, like he's big. Don't get he, me wrong. Oh, absolutely. He's absolutely. for his frame. He's big, but he's not like like if I look at you. Oh, dude, absolutely. I'm like. That dude's fucking strong. Like you're very muscular, you're vascular, yeah. all of that kind of shit. And then like, there's just random guys that'll walk in at like twenty percent body fat. Yeah, like, completely unsuspecting. You know? And it's just yeah. like, what absolutely. the fuck is this eight hundred yeah. pound deadlift? Yeah, and <laughs> no, he's, he's just a garage warrior too. You he know? Is, just trains yeah, at home and stuff. Yeah, I feel like some people that do that just do so much better in competition as well because they take out all the distractions out of it. Mm -hmm. You know, whenever you're in a gym and you always have the hype and stuff, yeah, it works really well. But when you go to competition, you know, it's such a new level um, that, you know, if you're just training like that all the time, that's what Big Z said in uh, his biography. He's Dude. like, I train by myself, no music, inclement weather, like mm -hmm. just to, to take away all the perks of it. So that way when he gets to competition, he just performs that much better. Yeah. So you see these guys in their garage setups, man. And then they come to comp and they just fucking kill it, you know? Dude. And it's funny because they hardly ever post any videos of them right. doing it. Just and then all of a sudden they just show up and show yeah. the fuck out. Yeah. And it's, it's crazy because, uh, Josh, yep. he's one of those guys. Josh. I was going to bring uh, up Josh. The other guy that's on the team, Josh Rigg, he moved out to Wisconsin, Wisconsin. Right? He moved out to Wisconsin, and then all of a sudden he was like, yeah, I think it's time to get a coach. I just have been fucking failing. Got a coach, fucking stayed under the radar, and then what? He just sent us like a 700-pound yeah. fucking yeah. safety bar squat? Uh, 800, like, yeah, fucking Jesus. something. And then, yeah, then he's pulling like just right about seven. And, it, like, he's just a freak. Like, and he just, like, it's and just like. Dude, he got off of the couch like maybe three years yeah. ago and barely trained. And, I mean, we're talking like pure natural fucking just eats corn and beef. Yeah. Like, don't, Man. you know what I mean? Just freak. It's like. Yeah. Bro, it's like I need to go back to those days because I remember when my life was more busy and stuff and yeah. uh, training for Shamrock and the shit. The fucking Hot Pocket yeah, Showdown. Yeah, Hot Pocket Showdown, bro. Yeah. Hot Pocket and Egg, dog. Like that's how you get 300 log. And, <laughs> um, but that's back Maybe when, that's where I'm fucking And that's up. where I was doing so good because I was, you know, busy kids, life, everything, and then training on my garage and I progressed really quick from the last show to that one. But I think that's why I'm failing is because now I'm at a gym. I got people everywhere. And uh, and I post my much. shit all the time. Yeah. <laughs> thinking about it too much. Yeah, I'm too involved now. Dude, now I'm too involved. You're yeah. more busy setting up the tripod than I, you are actually doing the lift. Facts. What kind of camera angle can I get on this lift? <laughs> and I have to get that lift right, or it's gonna fuck up my video. So. That's funny. You're you talking know? about the uh, the first Shamrock, right? Yeah, the yeah. first when we met. Yeah, yeah, that first Shamrock. Yeah. yeah, I still I still owe you guys one for that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what happened? I uh, so. I was brand new to Strongman. I think that was yeah. like my second or third show. I was going to say, because wasn't your first um, one the uh, the one Kelly did? The fucking Oh, the brewery. Battle at the, the Brewery or whatever? Yeah. The be uh, what was it? Something Beast or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As far yeah. as I put it yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. It's in a back alley mm -hmm. of a supplement shop. Yeah. You know, yep. like yeah, fucking Beast RX yeah, here that, That's what it was. Yep. Yeah, exactly. Um, so uh, what, what happened is I was training at Nick's and I had my eye on Ethan. Ethan's yep. always been like super strong, just natural athlete. So I'm like, 
Very I'm handsome. Trying to, yes, very yeah. beautiful. <laughs> yeah. Tom, Tom Selleck. Dude, yes. Dude, like, yeah. If God. Tom Selleck was a strong man, <laughs> oh, bro. he would be Ethan. Yeah. <laughs> Like if Tom Selleck and David Hasselhoff had a baby, oh, that's fast. Ethan right there. Oh, you know? yes. Um, Bricked yeah. up right now. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so I was, I was just trying to chase his tail yeah. you know, at that comp. And uh, I think we split points on like two or three events. And then out of nowhere, I looked at the end and you guys were in second and third place. Yep. And I was like, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> we just got edged out, you know. Yeah. And uh, but yeah. I mean, it was brand new. It was all new to me. You know, um, you don't, there's oh. so much strategy. Yeah, you took you first on the uh, Steinhold. Yeah, I yeah, you that. did. Yep. And I've actually, yeah. I think I would have taken second on that had I had held on to those fucking steins for one more second. So I remember that because that's why I didn't take first. I lost first by yeah. half a point to Luke. 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 Yeah. Yep. I have a rule of thumb with the holds. So judging is judging, yep. but yeah. I never drop when I get tired. Mm-hmm. Always hold it till the last minute and let your arms drop because you never know. That judge might let Absolutely. you drop a little bit, 100%. a little bit, and then call it, you know, mm-hmm. just yeah. like kind of nationals last year. It's like, Dude. hold it. Don't drop it when you're done because then they're going to for sure time you. Yep. But if you just hold it and let your body slowly fall, like you'll get a few extra seconds. And, and those, those seconds, seconds fucking count, yeah. especially at nationals because you're going up against what? Dude. I think the one of or uh, the two twenty class at nationals at New Hampshire had seventy athletes in yeah, it. Yeah, that's more than like a whole local comp. Seconds are <laughs> crucial in that yeah. situation. That'll make a difference. Two between... seconds is like twenty positions. Yeah, yeah, literally, it's fucking crazy. Besides I mean, that dude that held on to it for like three. Remember fucking that dude? Minute. Remember that yeah. dude? <laughs> I was like, dude, put him he down. He literally, <laughs> and like what you say is exactly true because he was literally like hunched over in like a pickup position, but they were hovering off the ground for. God knows how long, and the guy yelled at him, so he just squatted down and put his hips down. He was literally bent over, and yeah. he held it until he literally dropped and fell on his back and like passed out. Yeah, and he won. Like that was savage. I was like, yeah, that was leave pretty it, good. Leave it up to the judges on any kind of hold. Yeah, that's yeah. a smart. That's a smart yeah. move. Take that. You hear that? <laughs> write that down. Words of wisdom. Yeah, write that down. No, that's very true. Okay. Damn the shamrock, bro. Yeah, that was yeah. Really I remember that. That's what I mean. But that's what I, that kind of like is. Uh, kind of blowing my mind right now because yeah i remember that because uh the show i did previous to that was uh estes it was my first open so that was my second open show and that was when i met you and ethan and luke and all you guys and like kind of got open to the open scene and i remember that i'll never forget that comp like it was the most taxing on me mentally because i was like <laughs> these are real motherfuckers <laughs> like, I was we're like, all bro. on the turf at the yeah, max log dude, and it's like, like you're seeing everybody throw these numbers yeah. up and it's like and I remember Whoa. watching you because you had your you had your bright red fucking grip shirt on, and um, we were oh, yeah, yeah. A seven looking uh-huh. like a superhero, dude. You did, and I'll never yes. forget it because it was you and Ethan. I kept looking at because fucking Luke was all quiet and he only jumped out like once or twice, and then just was like get fucked. Well, and he was he was barely I don't know Luke. It was weird because he was hanging out by himself like yeah, in a corner for most of the I day, mean. and then he would come in do his events, and right, I, I don't. I had never heard of him, uh, like I had never heard about him before no, then, and then know. all of a sudden he like showed up, and I was like, "Oh, this is actually like yeah. a real competitor. Yeah, like this yeah. is somebody yeah. who I actually well, have to try against." Exactly right. From my last show previously, it was like another couple just 
fucking gym go like you know homebodies like let's see how good we can do yeah. you know what I mean? and then stepping in that cage and it was perfect it was in a fucking cage of wolves yeah. and i like saw you and uh the first thing i saw was like when uh, i think they called out like 295 and you vipered it and i was like <laughs> i was like what the fuck is this i was like <laughs> fucking you know, stop <laughs> see my second competition i randomly put up two, i hadn't done anything more than 265 in the gym okay. oh dude yeah you were, you were fourth in this one 275 oh is this the fucking this is the OG. no oh, yeah. way I, uh, yeah so i got, like I got ethan that was my goal <laughs> so you did you fucking did you did you beat ethan Holy ethan you shit. suck <laughs> oh my <laughs> god Oh, I'll never forget that. That's crazy. Yeah, because I remember I did 300. I was good. Yeah. It was so, like, because, yeah, before that, I couldn't get 275 on a lock. I mean, I oh, tried. Right. Remember how many yeah. times I tried? And then that day, it just, like, you know, everything happened. It and did. It That worked out really well for yeah, you. Yeah, I was. That was the my highlight. And Because um, that was a PR at that point, Oh, right? dude. Yeah. Literally, like, I was at, I was, uh, like, at pretty much on a random day, I could hit 255. 265, shaky. 275 every time like I, I remember i hit it one time about two months prior to that show and i was like oh yeah we're on the way to 300 and then i tried for two months could not hit 275 and then when we went i i think my numbers were 255 as my jump as my opener because i knew i could hit it and then i went 275 and i remember i was like shaking walking up to that i was like <laughs> this is gonna get it and it went really well and then all of a sudden like i remember i sat there and i actually called out 295 like you guys did on the scoreboard because remember it was uh, Stan's wife coming around yep, with the yeah. clipboard and I was like I but don't you know. knew you had to shoot for exactly yeah. and then I looked over and then Austin's like fuck you pussy do three and I was like <laughs> I did too you said I remember it. yeah and you're like don't do 295 do three and I was, I was like, like get your fucking fuck. 300 you pussy yeah, like don't be a bitch yeah I was like fuck which bro. was great strategy because yeah. so I still had a mental block because my second comp I randomly stepped up, hit 275, 295, clean 305 yeah. three times, and I couldn't get it. <laughs> yeah. So my goal was to just to hit 305, yeah. and 295 yeah. flew up. But me and Ethan both failed yep. at three, the 300. Yep. You ended up getting the 300, and it secured a second. Dude, like, that was great. It's yeah. weird how that – and I actually saw the same thing when I did uh, last year's Bricktown Showdown. That is a huge strategy because when people are doing – you kind of figure everybody's going to do a save then everybody's going to hit something close to their PR. And then you watch their reaction. You know what I mean? And then it's like that third, they're just going to go fucking Hail Mary. Yeah, yeah. So it's like you just got to beat that second attempt. That's where playing as a fucking Dude, athlete comes into in, play because at Kansas, when, I, when Chase mm -hmm. and I went out there, there was one guy that I had my fucking eye on, and yeah. I was waiting, and I was like, he's going to go up there, and he's going to fucking do that way. I'm going to do five pounds more than that. Yep. <laughs> and literally as soon as he went up, he did it. I went five pounds heavier, fucking took it. Yep. I was like, I know that I can blow myself out of the water and I'm going to yeah. be fucked for the rest of the comp or I can just barely edge him out. Yep. Be yeah. Good. He gets up, fails his next one. You're like, I'm good. Yep. You know? Yeah. 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 Yep. Walk off with the win. <laughs> yeah. Why waste the effort? Like it wasn't, it wasn't for a, uh, a state record or anything like Absolutely that. Absolutely right. So. for points. And that's yeah. exactly it. Or you're going for PRs cause you have like a number locked in your brain, right? Yeah. You kind of get, and that's what I was getting in Iowa. Cause I remember everybody opened up like around whatever. And then everybody went. And I remember when it was my last call, I did 295 as my second went good and i knew i had 305 in me like i just knew it on the bar but i saw everybody's numbers and i was like 310 <laughs> like five pounds <laughs> five fucking pounds and kept getting stuck at the elbows cleaned it twice got stuck at the elbows 
Everybody else went on their third one, went 315, 330. Failed, 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 failed. So technically, if I would have just went from my opener, 295 to 300 or 305, it would have put me up like six positions. Yep. Damn. Because everybody fucked up their third because they went for big PRs. Which is like, Bro. really impressive because the Bricktown Showdown itself is a big show. Yeah. And for you to be in an open pro That's class, what I mean. Yeah. I was kind of shocked. I figured like I was just doing my own thing, right? Yeah. I'm not even paying attention to those guys. Cause, I'm like, just doing my best. Like, well, like the opener guys, like Luke Nolan. And shit. It's fucking cool. double overhanding 315 straight to the shoulders in the back. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I was like, I'm gonna sit over here. You're a piece of shit for that. <laughs> it was so ridiculous. So, but it was crazy. Yeah, yeah. It's crazy. Like, it can really push you whenever you have to do something yeah, right. to do it. Absolutely. And then sometimes you have something in your head and then you see people yeah. hitting numbers. You're like, fuck, I've got to. I gotta go yeah, off yeah, program. You have to. Like, let me try to figure it out. Sometimes it works out, and, and sometimes you're like, "Fuck!" If I'd have just stuck dude, with what I was gonna do, exactly. You know, right? but that's the experience. But you know? then, on the other hand, learn. you're gonna stick to the program. You're gonna do, it and you're like, "I had ten pounds, in yeah, me, bro. Yeah, yeah, I had fucking ten pounds. A, yeah. Such an idiot. I should have <laughs> did my PR, bro. Fucking idiot. No matter what, even <laughs> what if you, you only had maybe another f- a fly <laughs> land on that thing, you would have been fucked. You still are like. Oh, dude, 10 pounds easy. Yeah. Oh, 10 yeah. pounds easy. That's <laughs> like, no, no, probably not. That's funny. I can't believe that. I didn't know that this was like your second show. That's funny. Yeah. That this, was a terrible, it was the, the fucking Conan's wheel. Ate my bro. Shit. I did a really heavy one because I was training with them on it. And I think Stan was there that day. So I just stepped up with whatever they were doing. And I did a full round and my spine compressed. And I'm not sure it ever got taller again. <laughs> no shit. Because after that, like I picked it up and I think I took five steps and I was like, oh, God. Yeah. You lost yeah. two inches like, and just never gained it back. Yeah. <laughs> That yeah. was that was my event. That was you were good. I was like, I'm gonna go until I always go until I pass, pass out on those. Like yeah. any kind of a carry, I will die before I yeah. drop something. And yeah, I mean, yeah. I fucking I took first by almost um, twenty feet. Yeah, I think the thing we've only did, well, we did Conan's twice. My very first comp. The, I def uh, I did pass yeah, out on that, that first one. On, uh, what was <laughs> I did. That, I literally. Rocky, what was it? The Team Tom one. Uh, oh, did. that was the team. Uh, fuck, Rocky no, Tom no, Robbins, no, no. Jack Robinson <laughs> lifting classic. You're all <laughs> throwing numbers at Jack. Dude, Tom Robinson, <laughs> <laughs> Tom McDonald. He had a farm. Uh, uh, yes, thank you, the Jackie, <laughs> yeah, Robinson. Jackie Robinson. Thank you. Yeah. That had a Conan's wheel. Yeah, and then we had this one, and I feel like the best way to train for a fucking Conan's wheel. And I, I did it twice, and both times I did it way better than I thought. Training on a yoke. Do a front carry yoke, heavy as fuck. Like a Zercher walk. It's, walk. it's yeah. 10 times more terrible. So by the time you get a positioned fucking Conan's wheel, easy. Easy. Yeah. You're just like, what is this? Like, yeah. it literally feels like 100 Yeah, it's lighter. like going from a squat in a rack with just a barbell to like a, uh, uh, what the fuck is the, like the rack? Like a Smith machine? Yes, thank yeah. you. Absolutely. Yeah, it's like yeah. going to it because there's there's a variable that's taken out of that, and all you got to do is just really just fucking just lean right. into stable. it. Yeah, yeah, you're not stabilizing it yeah. and carrying it. You're just that's carrying. an event that hasn't been put that's out been for a, a minute, while. right? Well, we got the Conan's wheel stolen. It was sitting outside. I remember of Iron Titan I heard some about tweakers that. took it for metal or something Fuckers. like that. Assholes. Yeah. Yeah. It was heavy as shit, so you got to be impressed. These tiny little guys I mean, like, picked it up dude, and loaded it yeah. up. Crackheads are strong, though. <laughs> Crackheads are strong. Well, and didn't you, uh, didn't Iron Titan get a fucking barbell stolen, too? 
yeah, some teenagers that. came in and walked out with it. And then um, they tried to paint it because it was they did red, paint right? it black, and they were training somewhere else. But thank thankful to social media, yeah, we found them, found out where they were training, mm-hmm. showed up, and got it back. So. How many of you and who all was there? You was, don't have to put out names. No, but I was they working there. Big, right? I was working there that day, and all of the all the big guys were like staked out at this YMCA, <laughs> waiting for these kids. <laughs> they saw him walk in, and one of them, I'm going to name drop Andy. I don't know if you guys oh, know yeah, big yeah. Andy, and he's just always like, shirtless. He's oh, <laughs> super intimidating. So yeah, it, it didn't go well dude, for them. Fucking stone face killer, dude. Oh my Andy God. walks in, yeah. doesn't smile. He just Bro, I would have just loved to have been standing there just to watch those kids' faces. Like when everybody approached, they well, were like, because they weren't leaving the bar at the YMCA, right? They were in and out. No, with the, it. they were taking it. Like, yeah. and they came in a few times. They were deadlifting, and I mean, you know, he's like pulling PRs, and we're all yelling for him and stuff. And yeah. then one night, he just decides to steal the barbell. You know, so, so but yeah, the community God. came together, and they were like, "Yeah, we're staked out here. We got Chick Fil A. We'll be good for the next five hours." <laughs> <laughs> just like waiting for these kids to show up. Sure wow. enough, they did. I guarantee yeah. those kids literally Dude. shit their fucking pants. <laughs> oh I wasn't God. there, but yeah, it was. It was. That's I so heard awesome. some stories. Next time you guys see Andy, t- let him tell the story. He does it the best. Okay. <laughs> I want to hear the story. We gotta have him on the fucking Dude. podcast. Too. There's so <laughs> many people that we need to get lined out I for know. this podcast. I know. That's funny though. Yeah, because I remember seeing all of that shit on uh, Instagram and yeah. Facebook, and then all yeah. of a sudden I was like. The gym like just opened and it's already getting fucked with. Yeah. It literally, it gives me the heebie jeebies because, you know, we're wanting to open a gym here soon. And if it all happens, like, there's a lot of equipment that can just get fucking locked off, picked up and left. Like, plates are fucking so expensive. Yeah. But I mean, 45 pounds is 45 pounds. Like, unless you've got everything like locked into everybody yeah which it's so hard to realize like if you've got a decent client list of you know 100 plus people that work out at your gym it's hard to follow everybody yeah i mean now they have cameras up and you know they're running all the time but it's and there's cameras in the parking lot but it's kind of one of those things it's like damn why do i gotta do this you know but this day and age people are just you know that's that's well, and, and that's why security cameras and all of that have progressed for so much because, like, nowadays, like, there's not that – there's always going to be, like, a community, especially with strongman and powerlifting, like, actual sports. But you're going to have those shitheads that are going to walk into the gym yeah. that yeah. just – they don't give a fuck. They're there for themselves. Yeah. And that's all there is, which yeah. fucking sucks, but unfortunately, it just is Dude, what it is. It is. I mean, it is. And, that like, that's super sad, too. I mean, I could see it maybe if, like – you went into, I mean, I don't see it period stealing like that, but like it'd be un- more understandable if you stole from like an anytime fitness, right? You go into a gym, nobody talks to you. I've been training there six months and nobody even uses the deadlift bar. I just leave. These guys go here like twice and you got the whole fucking gym, all these meatheads fucking shouting for you. It's like, yeah. how does that not like inkle inside your soul of like, this is a good place. These are good people. Like, and I'm just going to fucking jack their shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like oh, fucking entitled kids. Y- right. And that, like, exactly. Oh, and I just go heads. back to like, yeah. Well, and plus <laughs> now, now, unfortunately, back in the day, we used to, you know, get our asses beat. You get your ass beat. Oh, ass. you'd be so fucked. Yeah. But we were just now, yeah, we were just talking this. about that. But now, like, this. you go beat somebody's ass, you're facing fucking 90 yeah. days at least. Oh, 100%. Fuck. I know and, all about that. Uh, yeah. Uh, yep. Oh, yeah. You want to talk about it? I'm no, just kidding. <laughs> I mean, I can bring it up. It, it was kind of a crucial moment that threw me off course for the 80K clash because. 
This podcast is sponsored by Premier TRT and Med Spa. Make sure you guys go over to www.premiertrt.com to get all of your testosterone, hormone, and peptide needs. Absolutely. And just overall general health. I mean, you guys want to be checked out by the best in the business and people that actually care about you and your well-being and your overall health, whether it's strides and strength, uh, admirations, or just a healthy living style. You guys cannot beat Premier TRT and Med Spa. Great family-owned style business, and uh, you're just one of the family. And as always, get yourself checked. Either that or go check them out at 12774 Colorado Boulevard, Suite 141 in Thornton, Colorado. Yeah. Go over there and uh, tell Melanie we said uh, that we sent you, you know. Tell them that Built for War sent us. That's right. You were hanging out with us last night, chilling, and uh, you needed to come get checked. So, bam, there you are. Yeah. For so. a low price, they'll check you out. They'll get you what you need. And get you out the door so you can be back to living a healthy, lovely lifestyle like everybody else. That's the American dream. That's the American dream. It really is. (laughs) (laughs) But no, for real, guys, always we say keep an eye on your health and uh, there's nobody better. Yeah. Premier. And uh, yeah, family and just, man, you just become one of the family, okay? You're part uh, of the familia now. For real. (laughs) Well, thank you for uh, sponsoring us, uh, Premier TRT, and uh, thank you to you. Always. We'll see you guys. This podcast is sponsored by Cerberus Strength USA. Make sure that you guys go to Cerberus-Strength.us for all of your Cerberus needs. Yeah, absolutely. They're the absolute best. They're coming up in the game. They're owning the game. Cerberus Strength is the best quality product you can come. Possibly where? I mean, I tell you what, whenever I think of strongman or powerlifting nowadays, I think of Cerberus. Dude, I think about Cerberus every day. <laughs> I mean, because I wear Cerberus every day. <laughs> it looks super sick. It does. Uh, make sure that if you guys want any of the uh, the gear, the equipment, accessories, apparels, uh, they're even coming out with supplements now. Absolutely. Uh, make sure that you guys go check out Cerberus Strength. For real. They're yeah. literally one of the best in the business. Probably the best in the business. They're sponsoring everybody from strongman athletes to all the ath- strength sport athletes out there taking over the game. And uh, you just know you're in safe and good hands when you rock server strength. And make sure that you use our code B4WAR at checkout to save you 10% at checkout. Absolutely. And their packages always arrive. No problems. Shipping. Everything. So B4WAR, get your 10% off. And uh, thank you to Cerberus for uh, sponsoring this podcast. Absolutely. We love you. We love you. I was in a ski accident i guess you would call it so i was snowboarding it was during covid so you had to um you know sign up and get your spot so yeah. the, the mountain was at capacity the skier plows into me and then just jumps up and takes off doesn't Dicks. say he's sorry or anything skier so bro. being the person i am <laughs> i <laughs> caught up with him sick laid a shoulder into him and when he like fell down on the ground he put his arm out and it snapped his arm so by breaking his arm, it made it, you know, uh, Fuck, a it was big actually assault. An assault. Yeah. yeah. So I had, I was sentenced to 90 days in Breckenridge, which, you know, was not that bad of a little county I was just going to say, I was gonna say they have who a, goes to fucking county Dude, it's probably pretty nice. They have a five-star chef in there cooking. Oh, my God. Like, Fuck great you, dude. Not like anybody should go there. <laughs> no, but, but, about yeah, it, but, but, you know. Um, so when I got out, I had like 57 days until the 80 K clash. And at this point I'd never made an 80 K cut. Mm. I had to start it, you know, and I couldn't regulate my diet in there. I couldn't right. you know, really you're get just, my heavy lifting right. in. So, 
yeah, I mean, that cut was really hard for me and I didn't, you know, I placed, I tied for 10th, I think out of like 15, but you know, it kind of sucked going into my biggest show of my life and like not being able to be prepared for it, you know? Um, but fuck dude. So don't let your anger get the better of you. It's tough. It really is. It's so tough because I grew up literally like we didn't talk. We just fought. Like that was it. Like, if we had a problem in high school, we handled it right then and there. The SRO would come over and yeah, be like, right, right. go to fucking class. Exactly. And that was it. And that was it. Like, that was a cop was saying, like, you guys are being dickheads. Like, right. get the fuck out of Knock here. Knock it off. Yeah. yeah. Nowadays, like, oh, you throw hands with somebody, somebody's going <laughs> Dude, to jail. You're going to get like, tased no matter and what. cuffed yeah. and <laughs> fucking lawyered. Yeah. And, like, there's only one state. I think there's, so I know for, for sure in Texas, if you scream mutual combat and the other person does, the cops can't good. do shit. Bro. Until there's a victim, cops can't do shit. So basically, unless you're like unless you're on top just wailing. Absolutely right. Yeah. And they can't say there's nothing. an excessive. Yeah. I'm yeah. from Texas originally. So Oh, you are? And yeah. I mean, dude, in our elementary school, if we got in trouble, we would get swats. You know, like Sick. with a paddle with yeah. the holes drilled mm-hmm. into it. I don't know. Like that was, now it's like that's oh, that's dude. not okay. Yeah. You know? Some stranger spanking your child, you know, like that's <laughs> that's so like so out of pocket. The now. problem is <laughs> is a stranger spanking my kid, I'm more worried about the sexuality behind yeah. it now. Right, right. Instead of the dude, somebody for real. you know, smacking my kid on the ass because he's being a little asshole. Yeah. I'm worried about him smacking him on the ass and going, Hmm, I, I like that. Yeah. Yeah. It's <laughs> weird. I don't fucking like there's there's too much of that shit. Times in are changing. Now. Yeah. 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 <laughs> that's fun i didn't know you were from texas what part um so i grew up in west texas odessa oh, uh, yeah, yeah. i don't know if you've seen the movie friday night lights i used yeah. to oh, i yeah. used to work in midland and odessa oh oil god field. yeah so it's great that's all it is <laughs> great <place. laughs> when the oil field started booming you know like crime skyrocketed and it's yeah. like you know a lot of the people in the oil fields which one of my was uh, one of my stepdads they're doing a bunch of drugs to stay oh, up dude, and work yeah. the long hours. They're like, you know, working for two weeks straight, you know. Is this where we go and, off the air for? <laughs> no, it's just like, <laughs> but it's just a desert. There's nothing there to do but party yeah. and get people pregnant. That's like yeah. the two things you do. <laughs> so dude, I just remember in Odessa, there was that one gigantic fucking Mexican restaurant there that, it, dude, like the ceilings are super fucking high in it. Super nice Mexican restaurant. We would literally go there every single night get fucking blitzed somehow make it back to the hotel and then go work in 110 degree fucking desert heat let me yeah. see was that rosa's rosa's cafe that sounds familiar they have like home homemade tortillas and stuff yes. like that yes i want to say they're open like 24 hours too yeah i think yeah because there was a few nights we wouldn't get off until like nine or ten o'clock at night and that right. was the place that we always went because they had those gigantic fucking margaritas yeah we would always get fucking like three or four of them and we would try to drive our truck granted this is out of the statute of limitations we would try and drive the company trucks back and sick yeah dude that was all that but that was all there was to do in fucking odessa did you ever go to uh cheetahs oh, oh my god that sounds really familiar cheetahs and I, or leopards i don't know one like of those exotic yeah. cats oh, but yeah, yeah, yeah okay. that's exotic when the cats, oil fields, exotic girls <laughs> when the oil fields they they'd come back into town man and that's just that's oh. all you see is the big ass trucks over there you oh, know? Yeah. oh yeah oh yeah yeah. Everybody's got fucking tape over their <laughs> yes. company name. Yep. <laughs> yeah, we yeah. used to have a blackout magnet that we would put over our shit but just yeah. so that our company name wasn't out there, even yeah. though 
we were walking in on all fuck like it was all right. everywhere else. wearing it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But our company trucks didn't say it. That yeah. was that was policy. So Yeah, that place is uh crazy. So I yeah, I grew up there and then most of my family's been in the Austin area. Okay. Yeah. So I moved around quite a bit, just getting into trouble and stuff. Um and uh like most of my family's in New Braunfels, which is in between like San Antonio and Austin right now. Okay. So. Um, but yeah, I grew up there. I've been here in like nine years now though. So it's not like I'm a newbie or anything. Right, right. So yeah. You still ain't a fucking, you're still a transplant. <laughs> I'm a, I'm a hundred percent not native. It's okay. Yeah. dude. It's I okay. fucking no, married. I've one. been here long enough though <laughs> to where I'm like, where the fuck are all these people coming yeah. from? <laughs> well, right, right. <laughs> Just and driving here today, I'm like, yeah. go the fuck back home. Dude. Like, what are you doing here in California, you son of a bitch? <laughs> like, Maybe be from Texas, you fucking asshole. <laughs> Even yeah. the people from Texas, I'm like, you're making me look bad. Yeah. Like, what, what are you doing? It's all, it's fucking snow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, fucking. Uh, that's funny, man. It, like, you can definitely tell how long a person has uh, lived here based on if they like other people that are moving here or not. Oh, exactly. Yeah. Because there's some people that I've done work for that are like, yeah, we just moved here from California. Everybody else moved out here with us, yeah. and it's great. And I'm like, yeah. Ah. Or right. you'll find somebody like you that's just like, yeah, fucking stop moving here. Yeah. Like, you're Facts. fucking up our roads right. more than anybody else. Well, wow. I work in construction, and a lot of the, we're all doing new build, like track homes, mm -hmm. and you just see people flooding in. Dude. They're always from out of state. Always. So I've got to, like, chat with them and be like, oh, yeah, I'm yeah. not from around here. Cool. <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah. mm -hmm. All right, just let me fix this and I'll go. Yeah. <laughs> Puts a pin hole in one of their fucking <laughs> water like, lines dude, and just leaves. Seriously. <laughs> we don't actually do that. No, <laughs> not at all. Because then you got to go back, you know. It, well, exactly, and then that. you got to go back and fix it. <laughs> Fuck that. That's funny. So you've no. been, did you do any kind of strength sports before? Um, I I played football growing up being, you know, from Odessa. I went to Permian. So I played football. I was in the weight room at like a young age. Mm. Um, when I moved to New Braunfels, um, they had a class so that you had to have like an elective credit okay. and like a PE credit okay and they had this one that was like intro to weightlifting so it's literally just getting yeah like, lifting weights you learning know learning jacked. Yeah. yeah there's this like super jacked um coach there that just Sick. you know taught us how to lift and stuff so i always lifted and then um when i moved up here i went to school to be a personal trainer oh, okay. okay so um and it was just an associate's degree but it was all curriculum based around nasm stuff yeah so um by the time i finished i had like four different certifications as well as my cpt okay so i went into the gym world and started working at a big box gym so i was working out constantly um started in bodybuilding was really Absolutely. what i did you know so that's um, why he's one of the very few strong men that have a six-pack <laughs> yeah <laughs> well yeah it, i mean I, I wish i would have done something like heavier lifting wise i yeah. feel like that trans Translates a lot better. Oh fuck yeah! Um, but we did so much volume for so long that it definitely helped. Like I, I started and I, you know, I won my first open comp, which wasn't like a huge one, you know. But I didn't feel like I was at the back of the pack trying to mm. catch up with everybody, yeah. you know. Right. So um, it was definitely it was a good switch too because bodybuilding is just like 
it's so subjective and yeah. it's just well and the people are so egotistical i know we all have egos in this sport but there's still a lot of like camaraderie and everybody kind of comes together you root for people even if you don't is, like a person per what they live like or on a daily basis when it comes to a comp day you're still going to cheer for them like 100%. it's still it's still making sure that everybody on the day of the comp is like a part of a community 100%, and like yeah. they're out here working their ass off because even though we are less than one percent of it's crazy to think about it but we're less than one percent of the population that walk the earth right. like strong men are like mm -hmm. actual people who are able to do what we do it there's something very special in that in the community on a comp day or just right. in the gym in gen, like in general right so no, i agree i mean even in bodybuilding like you hear the whole old phrase like go break a leg bodybuilding they're like i fucking hope you break your leg yeah yeah we're it's, like you're looking at the next guy like yeah, i look better you know it's, yeah and, uh, you know what i mean we're a strong man it's more like hey break a leg no seriously like watch out for that stone right there like, yeah, step, yeah. step yeah. around that step <laughs> yeah. around that and you know yeah. what i mean it's just yeah. different and like because i came from the same world so I, I totally get what you're saying so. yeah it's it's definitely a different a different thing and it's so much more fun you know to yeah. the activities yeah. and everything it's you know the different implements it's cool to test yourself mm -hmm. in different ways so mm -hmm. um it was a, it was a great switch um to to make you know and i've made all my friends since then in yeah. the gym now yeah. which before it was just like we'd be like oh hey looking good man but we even hang out right? with these people no. you know it was like really they're just looking to, to beat you when you get on stage or yeah whatever, and you know, um, you get up there and you you do the show and you're like, well, I look better than him the whole time. You know, but the judges disagreed. Exactly. And then dude. you get their feedback and they're like, oh, well, your lats are 10% smaller than your uh, back. It's just like they Bro. pick you apart. Absolutely. So after you spent this much time <clears throat> focusing on your whole life on it, and if you've ever seen somebody prepping for a bodybuilding show, they don't post anything else besides, no, yeah. oh, meal three meal yeah. five two weeks out three yeah. weeks out, like that's yeah. all it consumes your life and then you get done and you get these people telling you how bad you looked if unless you win the entire show you yeah. go home with depression yeah you know and yeah. it's like you feel like you're a piece of shit failure Absolutely. whereas strongman's black and white you so got there black. faster than me cool i need to work on my speed exactly. yeah you know i need to work on my strength here you yeah. know like so it's it's just been a great thing mentally switching to this sport as yeah well, so for Did, sure and i agree with like on that 100 percent everything you said facts and then on a training side i feel like bodybuilding fucks you up mentally because after uh uh, the Iowa show, the Bricktown last year, I took like a little oasis, right? I took like actual three, four months and did nothing but hypertrophy work. Went back to my old school ways, right? Working on uh, niggles and shit. And then coming back, I was like, I can't do this. I would never go to bodybuilding again. I love it and everything, but like on the mental side of it, I feel like when you're doing nothing but volume work and just hypertrophy, yes, you eventually get your muscle fibers to be able to stretch and fill and you just get the nastiest pumps ever, yeah. right? Compared to where we don't. Yeah. But I feel like if you don't have that pump, you feel like a piece of shit all the time. Yeah. Like yeah. you feel like you're small and fat at the same exact time for the maybe 30, 40 minutes, because the workouts are super quick. You're super set in every fucking thing. 30, 40 minutes, you feel great and like a fucking god. And then after that, your outside life, your relationships, it's just fucked. You're so mentally fucked, and all you want to do is be pumped. Where body, I mean, a strong man. 
you're lifting so many things and you're just getting thicker over general, but halftime, you're just more worried about walking around straight and uh, something not fucking <laughs> yeah, hurting. Yeah, yeah, you know what yeah, I mean? Like yeah. you don't get that, that bossy. Like, Today's actually a good day. I woke up and my back doesn't fucking hurt. Right. Not, not yeah. checking stairs, if you have stairs went okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, stairs. Was, I'm all right. <laughs> like not the striations on my fucking chest and this and this. Yeah. Like, holy shit, we're standing up so straight right now. And I got out of that chair. I've, I've definitely noticed the same thing because when it was like, it, it, it's a serious body dysmorphia when you yeah. lose like all the way and you get Dude. you start to like actually lean out and you're seeing different striations <laughs> all in your cuts. chest yeah. and in your shoulders and everything and then you walk by a mirror and you're like I look I'm so small God, I look fucking flat like what yeah. the fuck Oh and then God. you get into strongman and you're like, <coughs> ice cream. Because <laughs> yeah. all you care about is that lift. Yeah, it's I yeah. mean, to it's a, a performance-based sport. Exactly. You know? Whereas, yeah, bodybuilding, like he said, that body dysmorphia, you're, whether you're cutting or bulking, you feel like shit and you want to be <laughs> the opposite. You Every know? time. You're always looking in the mirror and you're fucking breaking Dude. yourself down. Like, why are my triceps <laughs> just looking so much smaller than my butt? Like, Dude. it just doesn't. And it's terrible, you know? Like, it's <laughs> terrible. Well, strongman is completely different. Yeah, you you're know? definitely right. when Because, like, when you're bulking, you'd rather be cutting because Every time. you're a fat piece of shit. Yeah. When you're cutting, you'd rather be bulking like, because you want to be a yeah. fat piece of shit. <laughs> Seriously, so uh, fat. You can't go like to a mall and not pass the mirrors or any mirror. Pause. And do a little. <laughs> yeah. Just a quick little. And just get so depressed yeah. so fast. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, oh my God. God. I look like shit. Yeah. But at the same time, like I love it because in our classes, right, um, as 90 kgs, 80 kgs, 105s, because of the, uh, and especially nowadays with the medleys and the, the fucking thing else, you get to have that kind of like, uh, you still have a good physique, you know what I mean? So you get a little bit to play with both, right? Yeah. You, like you still hit your pump sessions, you still stay in good shape. You're not at that point of open where I think those weights are just so insane that like you don't give a fuck how I look, you how I feel. Be, I yeah. have to pull that fucking weight. And we are at that in, in range, but I feel like you and like a lot of like people in our classes together like still have a little bit of like you still have like physical goals in yeah. a sense, right? I want to look pretty shredded. I want to keep under 20%. Like I want to, yeah. you know what I mean? And you almost have to nowadays just to stay up with the fucking competitors. Well, what do you guys do? Like, do y'all focus on your nutrition quite a bit? Oh, dude, or? My, my nutrition is still locked from my bodybuilding days. Yeah. <laughs> like, That's something that I'm actually, I just hired a coach on <laughs> because I've been out at the gym for a month, like with my truck, because I just got my truck back up and running. So it's been... Me and my wife literally working opposite schedules using one vehicle. So I'm like, you know, fuck it. Like, I've lost a lot of weight, actually. I'm down to two. I just weighed in this morning at 208. Wow. Well, I know it used to be tough for you to cut to 220. Yeah. You just stepped up to that. He was always like 230, 240. Yeah, Yeah. he used to walk around at 250. Uh, Yeah. And now, yeah, I weighed in this morning at 208. But um, granted, being off of testosterone really helps with that. I'm not holding as much water. Yeah. But um, now that I'm getting back into everything, um, nutrition is going to be my number one, no matter what. Like, overtraining everything because I've noticed that making this this kind of transition into uh, literally being able to cook food and do everything, Mm -hmm. I feel just so much better on a daily basis. Like, yeah. And I know that once I start training and once I start adding in those extra uh, supplements and everything, my fucking diet is going to rule over everything. And I've yeah. I've always preached like having a decent diet, like not eating fucking pizza and fat ranch yeah. every night. But at the same time, I didn't live it as much as I should have. Yeah. And I know that my training would have benefited 
a lot more yeah. had I been eating exponentially. Yeah. Yeah. Had I been eating 10 meals a day instead of three that are super heavy, right, like right. drawing something out and actually having a set schedule of, Oh fuck. It's nine o'clock. I better fucking have my meal. Right. You know right. what I mean? Instead of just like, ah, yeah, I'll get to it. Like, right, right. yeah, I know that for me was a big thing because I would go, there's some days I'd only have two meals. They were fucking huge. I was getting right. in my calories, but but my shits would be fucking nuts. And like you're not yeah. even bringing that in. My shits it's would be nuts much, because yeah. I'm getting rid of everything instead of holding yeah, everything absolutely. in. Body's a one-lane highway. It can only absorb so many exactly. fats, carbs, and proteins yeah. per meal. Exactly. And that's why you got to split them up. And like, I think with bodybuilding, that gave me that lifestyle that you were talking about. Yeah. Listening. So it just naturally came. But now, being in strongman, I don't have to really diet it's like fuck i need to hit 400 Dude, grams of carbs exactly. a day you're adding I need to hit like 250 <laughs> yeah, grams yeah. of protein it's so like it's, it's like i get a, to eat more yeah it's like such a loose macro count that it's like okay i've got like 20 grams of fat left yeah i can actually go for that burger yeah you can add that in yeah. and the yeah. thing is like with the clean eating like your joints less inflammation mm -hmm. your body feels better it 100%. operates better it yep. doesn't fog up your brain you yep. know like you can focus yep. a lot easier so i feel like some of the people at the top of the world that you see are like oh, shredded yeah. as fuck like kevin ferris yeah that motherfucker dude, looks dude. like an abercrombie model but <laughs> he's like two nine strive or whatever and it's like because he eats that and that's why he can perform with the open class mm -hmm. you know like because that it's like good fuel, you know, Absolutely. like you, yeah. don't, you don't put shit fuel on your vehicle because it's not going to run properly. It's yeah. If, you've, like if you've got a high performance motor, you're not going to go put fucking 83, <laughs> yeah, 83 in it. Yeah. You're going to put 91 yeah, or absolutely. fucking 110 right, right. because it's supposed to run yeah. a lot. Yeah. That's, I just got bitch slapped by a fly. Did you, you see did. that? I watched it. Um, yeah, no, that's a great way of putting it though. And that's, that was one thing. Like he's always been good about it. And I've yeah. seen him like on a daily basis, like fucking eating his meals. And I'm like, you also fucking still boil your chicken. Dude. You're a fuck. Boiled chicken. You're a piece of shit for that, dude. dude. If you boil your chicken, you know how easy that shreds into rice, potatoes. Like it's just easy money. Yeah, and man. I don't have to worry about it. Frozen, yeah. let it cook for 40 minutes. By the time I get back to the gym, well, shred it. if you're if you got the busy lifestyle, I'm I'm the best at like figuring out this shit because mm. I've done it for so long. But crock pot. That, you can throw the chicken in there frozen. That's Still a, frozen. I got the. Uh, you can put salsa, barbecue, whatever you want. Yeah, yeah. And then when you go get it out, it's like pulled pork. That's what. Yeah. That's know? how my it's chicken like, is every day. Yeah, like I was like, I'll boil that. It's a texture <laughs> thing. It's like okay, if I've had it baked for this long, like mm. I can't fucking eat another baked piece of chicken. Dude, like, if yeah. you can shred it up, you know, yep. or throw it in something. You know, like yeah. it's all about changing the texture of different things. Because it is routine. That's know? how like, I am with like smoked foods. I can eat smoked foods yeah. day in and day out. Like I've probably put honestly a thousand pounds of pellets through my smoker because there while i was meal prepping before coming off of everything dude i was very routine fucking like five chicken breasts on there all of my asparagus mm -hmm. my broccoli i would smoke everything because it gave me that flavor to where i was like okay i, can, I don't I eat this for days yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah so what do you do kind of what does your daily nutrition look like then so um, I'm really big on first thing in the morning because, you know, the longest time we've been fasting the days when we're sleeping. Absolutely. So first thing in the morning, um, I do a big shake because it's the easiest way to get all the calories Absolutely. in. And then it sets my metabolism up on a high ramp to be hungry to eat every couple hours. Right. Because right? yeah. if you just try to do it, it's 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 hard. You feel like you're forcing mm -hmm. it in. So my first shake is uh, it's a cup of oats. 
I do four tablespoons of Greek yogurt, four tablespoons of peanut butter. I do a scoop of protein. I add in some green supplements that I have mm. as well. Um, and then I do a banana. Okay. So that right there, um, depending on what sources I'm using. Oh, and I use uh, almond milk. So okay. that's like a 1,200 calorie shake right there. Absolutely. And yeah. I can down it in five minutes, you know? Yeah. So I'm like, quick little cool. sipper on the Boom. way to work yeah. or whatnot. Yeah. And yeah. then once your body gets all that food, and oh, and I do a quarter cup of granola too, because the fiber helps it turn it into more of a full meal replacement. Absolutely. Plus Absolutely. the granola, if you get one of those flavors like the honey almond or the honey nut or yeah. whatever. It gives it that extra little bit of spice. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So if you throw all this stuff in together, you know, a lot of times you'll just pee a lot of it out. Yeah, absolutely. But with the extra fiber and stuff like that, it binds to it and it turns it into more of a meal replacement because it's going to stay in your body a little longer. Uh, the oats are a complex carb, so it takes a little longer to mm-hmm. break down. Um, I also throw a scoop of creatine in there. There you go. But once that like 45 minutes hits after you take Savage that shake, hunger. you're like, yeah, yeah, you're like hypoglycemic. Uh, you're like, holy yeah. shit, yeah. I'm going to pass out if I don't. You're trying to use and the then, good screw gun and your yeah. hands are shaking and so, shit. Yeah. So then yeah. you go to that next meal and you yeah. eat that. And you're yeah. almost like, oh, I could have ate more. Absolutely. Which is a good place to be. And yes. then when it, that next meal comes, you're like, cool. And I do my proteins. I use, I do a lot of turkey and mm. we flavor it with uh, taco seasoning. Yeah. Yes. So turkey and rice. That was. I started following this page on Instagram a while back called Cooking for Gains. Dude, his biggest things is taco seasoning and Taco Bell mild sauce. Yeah. yeah. I mean, if you make the flavor, that's that makes it. You yeah. Know? He was hungry like, for it. Yeah. You know? He was like, I don't put anything in it because it's sodium free. Yeah. It's sugar free. It's 10 calories per fucking tablespoon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He was like, you could douse this whole fucking bottle on there and still fit your macros and have really good fucking taste. Yeah. That's it's all about flavor. And that's where like my rice, I don't I used to cook. You know, I'd have the Instapot and I'd cook a big ass thing of mm. rice, but day two or three, that shit doesn't oh, it's start. Gross. Uh, yeah, it's, yeah, it's like now it I'm, turns yeah. into fucking yeah. sand. Yeah, it's yeah, like oh, I'm man. hating this. So I use the Uncle Ben rice pouches. They're 90 second rice pouches, and they've got a ton of different flavors. You know, so that is easy as shit. <laughs> Sorry, you guys playing was, yeah, what? dude, you just like kicked me in the <laughs> shin and then looked at me and smiled. You fucking asshole. <laughs> I went to stretch and I just kicked you straight in the shin. I was like, I'm gonna own that. <laughs> So um, those are about two cups each. Yeah. I think that's also what I'm uh, I'm lacking because that taste of rice after a few days, even if you put so it in bad. the freezer and then so you bring bad. it out it's and just eat not, it, so bad. Yeah. dude, I'm great at not having flavor, right? Yeah. I can literally eat cold chicken and cold rice, but the minute that I have to start crunching on yeah. my rice, yeah. it fucking makes me sick. Yeah, and like, then you're turned off. You're like, I'm yeah. going to get fucking Taco Bell. You know, yeah, like, I'm, exactly. I'm right, right. And that's also my problem. Yeah. Yeah. I have the money and availability <laughs> to go get fast food, yeah. and it's uh-huh. it never yeah. tastes bad. Yeah. yeah, so you just got to you gotta take care of yourself, know what you like, change it up, you yeah. know? I mean, yeah. you could throw some shrimp in there if you're feeling you know, sexy, a little bit of uh, <laughs> red meat, you know, so you I'm only always have always feeling sexy. Yeah, you only have so many proteins that you can choose from, right, you know, right. and true. Uh, red potatoes are a big one too, because mm-hmm. they're starchy carbs. Yeah. And if you're cutting, so a cup of rice is equivalent to your macros of like almost two cups of red potatoes. Yeah. So if you're like, fuck, I don't have as much food. I need more, more volume. You switch to red potatoes, you got the starchy carbs, you get more energy from it, you know. Mm. Um, so there's all kinds of little tricks, but I'll try to get in three meals outside of my shake, three meals in the day. Each one has one pouch of that rice in there, yeah. so it's almost two cups. Okay. So um, each one's about, uh, it depends, 75 to like 85 grams of carbs. Okay. Mm. So I'm good there, and then I get my training in, and then I'll do uh, 
like premier protein just on the go shake right. or whatever. Yeah. Sometimes I'll eat like an uncrustable before training because mm. those fast, simple carbs, people are like, oh, carbs, carbs, no. carbs. And, the, and the, glu- them. the glucose index on those exactly. are fucking through the roof, yeah. which is great to get in before yeah, a lifting it. session. 100%. It will carry that. That's what I always, I, him and I have talked about it so many times before. If you're not having uncrustables on the day of your competition, you're fucking up. Yeah. yeah. Period. Yeah. I That's one of my main things, that and carbolin. But I'll, I'll probably by the end of the comp, I've eaten 400 grams of carbs too. Easily. That's what makes you sit there at the, after the fourth event and like not get tired before the fifth it, one. Right. Like, I'm just going to do what I can. <laughs> exactly. You know, like that's, yeah. yeah. Still so, energy. you know, and after that, you get home, you eat one meal at home and you're good. You know, right. like, so that's uh, pretty much four good meals a day. You can hit that. 250 to 275 on your protein if each mm-hmm. meal has about 30 to 50 grams of yeah. your proteins in it yeah. and then you got your you know that's almost six cups of rice and then mm. uh, your uncrustable those have like uh what is it like 60 75 grams of carbs in it you know but it's mostly sugar but you use it for your workout yeah, absolutely. You know? right, it's right. all nutrient timing well exactly. and those sugars exactly. if you're timing. using them properly you're going to turn into fucking exactly. carbs anyways yeah, while you're exactly. working out so yeah. yeah, I always like the Uncrustables are like that hidden little talent in oh, there dude. to where you can peanut sprinkle butter, that in. Nice. Yeah, bro. Yeah, peanut yeah. butter jellies. And you can never get sick in peanut, uh, peanut butter yeah. jellies. Dude. Especially like if you get them out frozen and wait until they're like not completely thawed. But, like, <laughs> Hell yeah. In Hell like, get that little crunch yeah. in the jelly. <laughs> yeah. 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 That's it's perfect, and the thing is, like, you only need it in like 30, 45 minutes before, Dude, right. and you're not burping it up while exactly. you're working out. It goes straight to where it needs to yep. go, yep. and you're good. You know, yep. so absolutely, um, yeah. Take them with a nice little pill of anadrol, and you're. Good. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I wouldn't know by. Uh, <laughs> I wouldn't know by experience, but. <laughs> um, no, yeah, that's great. I because that it's funny because like I'm starting to get into that phase now where. Now that we've had Austin, like this last two years have been absolutely f- like they've just been wild chaos. Yeah. Like having, uh, even when we first got pregnant, like there was issues with the pregnancy and all of that. There was just so much going on. That was scary, man. Yeah. And then we had Austin, there was more issues. Now that we're back home, now we're trying to, we finally figured out our balance. And then of course my truck fucking shits the bucket. Yeah. So then it was another fucking, it's, this is it like was, a good country song somewhere dude, in here. For real, right? like, <laughs> I had a kid in my truck. I almost <laughs> sing you a song. <laughs> no. Get that band down. <laughs> Oh, dude, the volume was down on it. It's it usually so, so loud. loud. I'm not going to do it again. But yeah, now that I'm actually like starting to like get into it again, it's nice to hear that somebody else is actually like not 100% into lean eating. Like it's not just chicken and rice, right, right, no. you know? No, people get stuck in that. And that's where you like drive yourself mad. Mm. You know, you've got to have, and that's the thing on the weekends. I'm as long as I can get in a few of those really good meals and I always start with that big shake. It's like that shakes 1200 calories, you know, like by itself. So if I can get in two of my regular meals, I can eat whatever the fuck else I want Mm -hmm. for the weekend Mm -hmm. and I'll be just fine. Especially like if you're doing it because that's what not even uh, 25% of the time of your entire week you're eating that. But, you know your body performs so much better on the clean food. So your training goes better, but you recover better. Mm -hmm. If you're putting shit food in your body, yeah, it's empty calories. Yeah, I ate a 3,000 calories worth of fucking Chick-fil-A. Cool. 
your body didn't utilize that. Yeah. So when you wake up and you're sore as fuck the next day and you're like, fuck, I can't train today. Yeah. Well, if you get in the good clean food, like you're like, oh, cool. I can yeah. actually have like three solid training days a week. Absolutely. Maybe one of them's like not as good, right, you know, right, whatever, yeah. like my fourth yeah. day or I whatever. Feel that. I feel that. But that's just because you're kicking your own ass, exactly. you know? So For sure. it's uh that's, and I see a lot of people that don't take advantage of the nutrition mm-hmm. part of it Dude. and they do really well. They'll still get places and stuff, but you know, there's an end to their performance. They're a hundred percent. Yeah. Especially as they like, get older too. Like, yeah. It's going to kick you even You'll harder. see them at comp and they'll crap out, you yeah. know, at times through it, you know, or, mm. you know, they'll just get shaky or whatever, you know? So, um, which, you know, I preach it, but Hey, I'm cool. If you're not taking advantage yeah, of all the tools, right? like, like, I'm going to end up passing. I'm going to, yeah, I was going to say, <laughs> I'm going to go forward while you stay in the same spot. So Absolutely. it is what it is. And, you know, it's not easy to wake up every day and fucking, put together this shake and put yeah. all your meals together and fucking take it out. Like it's, yeah, it's a, it's tedious, you right. know, but well, you've got to think about the result. Right. And that's the other thing that people don't think of. They're more of the, uh, instant gratification of what am I going to get out of mm-hmm. getting up and getting this shake? Exactly. Like, yeah. yeah. What the fuck is it going to do? But I can get an extra 30 minutes of sleep before I got to go to work. Yep. Yeah. Yep, yep. Yeah, sure. But you're still going to feel like shit when you go to wake up and then you're going to feel like shit for the rest of the day because I, I mean, I'm dude, I'm, I'm terrible yeah. about it. Like I wake up, I get in the truck, I go to work. Yeah. There's so many days where I'm like, fuck, I should probably just wake up five minutes earlier, have my cup of coffee and be good. And, yeah. you know, actually like make a little meal. Yeah. Like if I woke up fucking 10 minutes earlier, wouldn't be a problem. That's like the lifestyle of a lot of us as we get older. Like the contractor life is like you wake up, you have your coffee, yeah. you get in the truck, you start to get tired by then. You're like, well, shit, I'm in the middle of this. I got to finish this job. Yep. I'll just down an energy drink yep. and then I'll go pick up some Wendy's later, yep. you know? And by that time yep. you're getting a fucking quadruple baconator with large Dude, fries. Um, <laughs> you eat it all, you know, but like you eat just, it all. And then you're you still yourself, hungry. Yeah. You set yeah. yourself up for failure yeah. from the beginning. Absolutely. So it starts with that first, that first piece of it. That's why I like that yeah. shake in the morning. Cause it starts your metabolism to where you're like, I'm fucking hungry. Yeah. But every morning when I'm putting that shit together, I'm like, do you want to have a good like how bad do you feel when you go to the gym and you you shit the bed you're empty you feel terrible yeah and then you're like you go home you're like fuck my workout went terrible and then then your lady's like so how's the gym i don't want to fucking talk about it (laughs) you know so it's like like, you got to think forward you know and you're like okay i can i can make this shake happen yeah and kind of make you know put it all together and like arnold said (laughs) breakfast is the most important important meal of the day yeah and you'll find ways to get it in you know yeah Yeah. you really my uh uh, the thing that was my saving grace before I stopped everything was the uh, overnight oats. Oh, yeah. Dude, that That's was huge. I would set out a whole week of them. They don't go bad. They just get better because everything sinks into those oats, dude. Shake it up, fucking put it down oh, real quick or grab a spoon on the way to work and yep. just yeah. scoop them in there and... I mean, I would uh, you do berries and yogurt and stuff too? Oh yeah, absolutely. Oh, yeah. That just that makes it so good. Yeah, yeah, that and then a scoop of like a vanilla custard uh, protein. Okay. Oh yeah, dude. Yeah. And I didn't know this, but non-fat plain Greek yogurt fucking is the best sour cream substitute in the world. Yeah. You can also use that for butter in your recipes when you're cooking. Yes. Yeah. So I started doing like, uh, it's kind of like a hamburger casserole. It's really fucking simple. It's just like turkey, uh, a cup of uh, non-flat plain Greek yogurt with a little bit of skim milk cheese and um, just some seasonings and everything. 
uh, layer it with potatoes and then sprinkle cheese over on top of that, put it in the microwave, dude, fucking a whole bowl of it like this, super lean, but it's still like fucking 1700 calories. Oh yeah. So I can eat that whole fucking thing and still be set up for another meal right after it too. Yeah. And that's it. Just finding the things that work for you, the things that you can get in easier, more calorie dense foods, you know, and it doesn't take up time too. That's, that was my biggest thing was like trying to fucking cook all of this food all in one sitting. And then it was like, Oh, I don't have time today to fucking do all this. So then my whole week would be fucked. It's something I can literally just come home, put together a meal. My wife loves it too. And I'm like, it's lean. It's got fucking, uh, I think it had like 15 grams of fucking fat in the entire thing. It was mostly just carbs and protein. Nice. And, uh, yeah, I, I was like, try it. I don't know if you're going to like it. And she's like, this is great. We should have this more. I'm like, perfect. Yeah, I like. Um, I also like making like a tuna salad, which is like you get your noodles right, mm-hmm. and then uh, you throw in your tuna, which is just fuck. It's great whenever you're trying to hit your protein oh, goals, yeah. you know. And I would instead of ch- like celery or whatever for that uh, texture, I'll chop up pickles, put oh, it there in there, go. and then uh, throw in some of that olive oil mayo, which mm. is not. It's like fuck it. There's you like you read the labels on these things, and you're like, oh, I can put in fucking. 12 tablespoons of this. <laughs> yeah, it's like and one serving I'm, is a tablespoon. Yeah. And it has that much. Oh, and God. <laughs> so it's great. Like, you just, you find these little tips and tricks to do it, and you make enough to put in a Tupperware dish, and then you're just divvying it out in the morning. So mm-hmm. you got your little scale or whatever you use or however you do it. I use a scale just to be, like, you know, correct on it. Mm. But uh, you just divvy it out in the morning. You got your little taco meat. You got your fucking chicken. You got your other different things. And, you know, through the week, you'll feed off of all those different ones. So yep. each meal you're having is something different yep. and you learn to crave each one because you've made it something that you enjoy. Yeah. You know? So it's like, that makes it, that takes out the whole mental, like fuck chicken and rice again. Right. I used to do that when I was bodybuilding. I was like, <coughs> for some reason, all I could do was eat chicken and rice. I had to be miserable right. to be. fucking dousing it in mustard and yep. Cholula yep. and shit. Yep. And it's like, you don't, you don't have to live like that. Yeah. Absolutely. Especially in our sport. Like it's okay to, you know, have a little bit of extra sodium yeah. in there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like it, that, that serves us well, you know. Yeah. Like, so, um, but I always know that usually whenever I'm cutting for something or just dropping some body fat to get a little lower and closer yeah. to my water cut, the training goes the best. My Absolutely. sleep cycle gets the best. Dude. My recovery gets the best. And I'm like, fuck, why can't I be this on point all the, all time? the time? But yeah. those are the times when I'm literally like, my fitness pal, every day I'm logging everything that I eat and I'm hitting my macros on the T. So that... It's not something I do every day. You know, right. I can do that for, you know, three months getting right. ready for I was going to say, but... that's a 12-week training cycle yeah. that's leading up to a peak. Yeah. And as soon as you're peaking, you deload, and then all of a sudden it's comp day. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. But that was, I'm always like, man, if I just ate like this all the time, but it's like, <laughs> fuck, that's, that's you know, I, I like to take a little break. You well, know, right. And live yeah. and relax yeah, and, like, not yeah. be on a schedule. It's okay to have some processed <laughs> food is, every now right. and then. Absolutely, right? <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Every just not every day. Yeah. No. <laughs> Me and Brittany, our thing is like to, we'll fucking order like sixty dollars worth of Taco Bell or something, Sick. you know, like and just destroy the toilet afterwards. Yeah. Like, yeah, you know, like uh, my metabolism is faster than hers, so uh. we finish eating and I'm already on the toilet. Yeah, her yeah. the next morning or sometimes in the middle of the night, she's yeah. like it hits her, you know. But like sometimes you gotta do that for your sanity. Absolutely. You know? Like don't be afraid. It's true. <laughs> our uh, my wife and I's biggest thing is fucking sushi. Like oh, yeah. we will go drop a few, a few fucking dollars on sushi yeah. and dude, we'll just fucking straight up pig out that was sake. We'll just have a great fucking night. And it's like, 
It's very far and few in between. Right. But when it happens, it's fucked up because she'll bring over this entire fucking plate that'll just right. sit on the plate. Oh man, I've always wanted to do that. See, I don't go to the expensive places and get like you know like the boat that's like yeah, you know yeah. oh yeah two yeah, or three hundred dollars, yeah. but it's like everything your nigiri and sushi yeah. like. But we d- we do sushi a lot, but we go to the all you can eat places. Oh, okay, which yeah. they make you pay if you don't eat everything. Yep. Mm-hmm. And I swear, every time I go, we'll order like the first order is eight rolls, and they're like, whoa, wait, 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 you know you got to pay for it if you don't eat it. I was like, oh, yeah, you're right. Give me that list back. I always, like, out of spite, yeah. <laughs> add a couple on there. Yeah, yeah, and then yeah. we eat that, and I just, I might be full, but I'm still ordering Absolutely. more. Yeah. I'm going to yeah. fucking prove you wrong, so, you piece of shit. That's, like, if we're doing a competition or something big the next day where we need a carb load, that's 100% what we yeah. go to. Like, yeah. I love sushi so much. Well, yeah. and it is, like, the cleanest fucking eating, yeah. dude. Yeah. Like, I've always told people, if you can afford it, Eat nothing but sushi. Right. Like your carb to protein to fat index is off the fucking chart. Like honestly, if you can just stay on top of it, because what is it made of? Fresh fish, rice, seaweed wrap, and fucking most of the time it's got avocado in it. Yeah. It's literally like that. Cucumbers and fucking, yeah. It's like the healthiest shit that you can have in your body 24-7. Yeah. It's, uh, it's but definitely a- the soy sauce, and you dunk that <laughs> motherfucker in there. Your sodium is going to yeah. kind of climb a little, but it'd be all right. all right. That's funny. So what's next for uh, Mr. Benjamin then? Um, so I think I started to intro into it. I'm trying to do a comp a month right now. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I'm not trying to put too much training specifically into those competitions. You know, like you're like, Oh, I got to get on the implements. Yeah, I got to yeah, train yeah. these. Like I'm taking, it's more of an off season approach where I'm like, this is what I want to work on. So mm. my coach has got me working on these things and I'm sticking to that program, but I just want to show up to the comp and see how I do to kind of build confidence in myself and my abilities. Cause a lot of the times this is a head game. You know, you're like, mm-hmm. oh, this is what I did in training. All yeah, of it, you know, yeah, like whatever. Yeah. So, you know, I stepped up to one last a couple weekends ago or whatever. And uh, I'm going to do the Tournament of Titans coming no, up sick. here, which sick. there's a lot of, dude, these Colorado shows, there's a lot of uh, like pressure stepping up to them. Like there's yeah. some stiff competition. I've so seen it. So we've, it's, the nice thing about Bill for Wars, we talk to people all over the United States and there's a lot of people that are like, we will not do a Colorado show. There's no reason to unless you want to like test yourself yeah. really intensely. Yeah. Like the weight matrix that we always have for our comps, other people, like I've gone out of state and competed. Oh, bro. And it's like uh, our our division is heavier than the heavyweights uh-huh. in like Texas uh-huh. or other yeah. places. And you'll see like they post like, oh, this is going to be a really heavy show. And I go and I look and I'm like, <laughs> What? Where's the rest you know, of it? Like, You're like yeah, that's a deal yeah. day, bro. Yeah. We, you know, when Justin put out the weight metrics for nationals, we caught flack. You know, people were like, this is an OSG and blah, blah, blah. You know, and it's like, oh, well, when all of us looked at it, we were like, that's Ex- kind of light. Excuse me, but <laughs> yeah. this is this is nationals, yeah. too. That's and the that's, other thing. Yeah, it's it, like, it shouldn't be watered down. No. no. I've, I've, because we started getting a little bit of shit for that. So we dropped, there was a few classes that we needed to drop some weight on because we just kind of tossed our events out there with weight. You're talking about uh, the uh, holiday for, special, for the, holiday the special. logs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I like the logs, but that's See, me because I, I, I know. <laughs> I'm a log, I'm a we had a lot of over uh, <laughs> out of state people that were like, I'd love to do your show, yeah. but I just, I can't even do the first one. Yeah. And I'm like, <laughs> what? Practice. Like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, dude. Dude. There's right. such thing as training. No, but it was like it was one of those things where I was like, okay, this isn't our yeah. full series that we're because no. we are doing a series next year. Yep. 
So this is not our series. We're just going to fucking come in, do this competition, get yeah. it fucking sparked up because next year we're putting on four comps. The last one being a final with a fucking at least minimum fucking $10,000 payout. Yep. Yeah. Minimum. That. Like it's going to be a lot of fucking money. And these people are going to want to fucking either one, run the points. They're going to two, want to fucking hit their show, compete, win, and get their place to the finals. Or three, they're just going to want to do the show. Yeah. yeah. So it was like, yeah, we'll lower these weights. We'll just, you know, let it ride. I thought it looked fun. But again, you know, it's just the, for the, I guess a lot of people, it, it was right, intimidating, right. you know. But yeah. Um, so <laughs> tournament of Titans this month. Yep. And then I need a comp for next month. Boom, so there I, you had, go. I had my eye on, dude, on signing up, but you know, it, well, there's not, there's somebody already, there's one person other signed up for the two thirty one. So that. I was like, cool. I'm not going to try to do, you know, push the 90 kilo thing. Cause my whole thing was, well, if I can qualify for nationals, maybe I would want to go to strongman corp nationals next year. I don't right. know. Yeah. Having it as an but option would be cool. Yeah. But since the dude signed up for a 231, I'll do that. And, uh, you know, maybe I'll step up and get my ass handed to me and not have to cut, you know, for <laughs> Strongman Corp Nationals or Man. whatever. Um, but either way, that's on that's on my radar, too. Um, I actually, so I'm in between jobs right now. My last mm. one fell through. Uh, they were working me like 12 hours a day. Like I said, I work in construction. So yeah. it's like one of those things where those jobs are a dime a dozen, mm -hmm. you know? So, yeah, I um, mean, we can probably talk after this. <laughs> well, the thing is like, it's end of the year, the fiscal year for everybody. So they're, oh, I don't like, give a fuck. They're hiring, <laughs> they're all hiring, but they're not like calling until the end of their fiscal year. Cause they're trying to like maximize their profits and right, stuff. So right. I haven't got a call back right now. So I was like, all right, I want to sign up for the holiday special. Right, but yeah. Right. I got a, kind of focus on my finances for a little bit. <laughs> you gotta you know, kind of have like, a fucking yeah, job to I'm, live. Yeah. Well, I've, you know, I've got a, I started lining up a lot of people for my, my hobby, which is tattooing. Yeah. Um, you yeah. guys know. So yep. I got a lot of things lined up that way, so it should be good. I'm not worried too much about it. Plus, like I said, those jobs, you know, pop up everywhere. So. Dude, that is but, the nice thing about being construction. So like nice. if you get into any kind of side of construction, whether it be like highway and bridge or fucking, uh, infrastructure or, or not infrastructure or uh, like interior, exterior, mm. like no matter what you get in, you will always have a fucking job. Always. Yeah. Like always. no matter what. Especially in Colorado. Yeah. yeah. It's just building non-fucking stuff. Yeah. Dude. Everywhere. Yeah. Everywhere. Yeah. I guess I've been applying for like superintendent and project manager positions. So dude. they want bachelor's degrees and I'm mm. like, these fucking guys that come in with bachelor's Ain't degrees don't suck, know an asshole dude. from the hole in the ground. They like, fucking suck. So I have the experience in the industry. So I'm hoping that they'll, they'll hit me back up. But yeah. again, like I said, I'm not too worried about it. Um, but so that's my plan is, um, you guys show in December. Um, as of now, I haven't picked one out for January, but I'm going to try to Great shoot time, for, bro. well, that's what I thought. Is that February? I thought it was in, I don't even honestly know. Wait, what? It was in January last year. Bricktown? Brick, Bricktown. When Bricktown's is January. Beginning of January. Okay. Yeah, because last year it was the January 28th. I remember it was We like got this fucking cool thing called the Google machine. We <laughs> got the world at our fingertips. Yeah, and Let's the see. cool thing is it's all right there too, so. Uh, I can't believe that's still up. That's so sick. I didn't know. That was, know, a, I didn't $100? Like, Jesus Christ. I know. I paid that? Wow. Was it really? It said. January 20th. Oh, hey, look. We know that face. Oh, I really wanted to do this one again. The third annual. Hell yeah, yeah brother. So Justin's planning on going. I there, told so I me. might as well. Yeah. Dude. I might yeah, as well step I up. It's was... a great show. And they like they treat the athletes fucking 
awesome. Current, like, oh, there's a cache. Is it? It's back in Iowa, right? Yep, yep. I'm still in Dubuque. Uh, Dubuque. Yeah. Dude, they'll probably use the same place. Wait, I think Kim was actually. I just saw that on her story today that she's going as well. Is she? She's planning dude, on it. I kind of. We'll see after OSG how I feel. I really like, I loved that show. It was a Look, sick yeah. show. They even dude. have an adventure. And you will like you'll individual do names. Oh, nice. Oh, cool dope. beans. Cool. Yeah. I mean, so back when Strongman started, you know, these guys didn't know what events they were going to do. They walked up to it like exactly. just, all right, I'm trained. I don't know. Yep. I, I'm strong. I don't yeah. know what the fuck's going to happen. Yep. So that's my whole approach to like doing six months worth of comps each month is like, okay, mm -hmm. I'm still focusing on my training of getting stronger at my Absolutely. weaknesses, but I want to step up and test myself, but also be able to just block it out and just know it's just another Saturday. Dude. Like there's no stress, yep. just lose that shit. So that way when it comes to time to do like worlds and nationals and all these things, there is no starstruck, you know, like in my head kind of stress about it. You know, well, like, And I tell everybody too, it's funny because when you go to these competitions, you work harder on a training day oh, than you do on an actual comp day. Oh yeah. Like, yeah, sure, your maxes are getting pushed, and, like, what you can do is getting pushed, but, bro, it's spread out all day. Yeah. You're not fucking back-to-back-to-back-to-back right. doing yeah. all of these Three competitions. Three hours on straight day. toward to five minutes it, and yeah. eight hours. Exactly, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, so. so it's, yeah, I, I, I did that this last year where I competed, what, six times in this last year? I think so, yeah. And it worked really well for me. Mm -hmm. I think it just, you know the whole thought process is to develop more confidence in my abilities, you know, and to get out of my head. Cause there's so yeah. many times you go there and you're like, Oh man, I did so much better than I thought, you know? Yeah. And right now my comps are way better than my training sessions. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I just need to understand what I'm capable of in order to compete, you know, at a higher level. So yeah. that's, that's my whole thing behind it. So if I don't fall apart in between, them, you know, it's like, so, you know, 36 no. is, is a rough, yeah. rough age for me yeah how old are you and it's not so 36 yeah, it's so not it's not really the age but it's like i got some hard miles on this body well, you know, my just, 20s were yeah, rough there was a lot yeah. of drugs and yeah, oh, partying dude, I like I, 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 I didn't start strongman until my 30s you know mm, and same. i also yeah. didn't start any kind of recreational uh supplements until yeah. my 30s absolutely so um yeah i had nothing but hard miles you know so like i'm feeling <laughs> all my joints you know it's yeah. like sometimes you gotta you gotta make sure you're taking care of everything on the side and it's a, absolutely it's a it's a it's a whole nother ball game, you know, like Absolutely. training is there, your nutrition is there and then your recovery. It's like, dude, mm -hmm. that's a full time like job, you know, it outside is. of being a good person. And that's one of my other things that I'm striving for. I think a lot of strong men get caught up in the whole, Oh, gotta be strong. Gotta be this, you know, like I want to beat this guy. I want to beat yeah. that guy. And it's like, yeah, but like, are you giving back to the community? Are you volunteering? Are you helping motherfuckers move, you know, when Dude. they're going to do stuff? Like, are you there for people? Like, are you a good person? Like, that should also be an attribute of people as you're going along, you know, through life. Like, let me, I want to be a better person. I want to learn to be better than I was last year. Not just stronger, but better as an individual, you know? Yeah. And so, because, fuck, if you get injured the next day and you're out, you know, what are you... Oh, who am I? Hey, you, know, you know, if you're a good person, you fucking, you know, you, you know, you're still giving, you know. So, I don't know. That's another one of my philosophies is like not to try to get so caught up in the sport that I forget to continue to try to be a better person Absolutely. and give and give back and help out as much as I can with supporting the community, supporting the people in it, you know, and everybody that um, that supports me, you know, yeah. in any situation. So, 
Yeah, for sure. I kind of had one of those fucking bitch slap moments in the face when Austin was born. It was kind of one of those things where I was like, well, we're we're out. Like, this is not in our control. So mm. it is. Uh, it was one of those where it was like, I don't know, did karma finally catch up to me? Yeah. Is this kind of the point of where I go, hey, there's a lot of fucking work to be done and it's not going to be for me, mm. you know? So I completely understand that. Like nowadays it's solely based on everybody else, not myself. Like obviously I'm still taking care of myself and my priorities <laughs> that need to get met to be able to live. It's one of those things where like when you're on an airplane, they tell you to put your mask on before putting somebody else's mask on. Right, because you're no good to them if you can't function e- yourself. Exactly. Yeah. So now that we're finally functioning as a complete family, like we're able to actually go out and um, help others, you know, whether it be addiction, all of that kind of stuff. Like we, I, I have a few like uh, people that I mentor through all of that because I was one of those people as well. Like it's, it's wrong for me to hold back the information that I have from everybody else because I did it, you know? So if I can do that for other people, you know, it's great that I can pass that on and give back to something that give, gave so much to me. Yeah. There's so much purity and like being selfless and there's a lot of fulfillment there, you know, and being at peace and the fulfillment um, is the biggest thing. Like when you get, it's funny, like when you get a present, right? you get this fulfillment of like, yes, I got what I wanted. When you give that present to somebody else, way better. Way better. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. <coughs> like hand over fist. It is way better. Absolutely. Yeah. Like it's great seeing somebody go through so much shit and then be able to have that mm. fucking caviar at the end of right. it. Oh yeah. So yeah, no, I totally get it. Yeah. That's definitely, it's a North star, you know, just to try to, there's so many things, you know, that we strive for. And then being in the strength world, you know, like it's a smaller community, you know, but like we are kind of like the misfits, you Absolutely. know, like we didn't get here because we, you know, there's, there's always some kind of little backstory, <laughs> you know, yeah. and yeah. Um, there's something like, fucked up with every single one of <laughs> us <laughs> because <laughs> you don't want to fucking try and deadlift mm. 800, 900, a thousand pounds because you had a good childhood. Yeah. I, I definitely, and th- you know, like we're all in the same boat. So like you said, as you learn things, it's good to share that knowledge and to be a good person. Like there's people you meet at comps and you're like, you got them built up in your head cause you've seen them on Instagram yeah, or whatever. Yeah. And you're like, Oh man, it's cool dude. And then like you meet them and their personality is completely opposite. And you're yeah. like, it's super disappointing, Fuck, you know, yeah. but then yeah. you meet some people and you're just like, holy shit. Like this dude is just right. an awesome person. You know? It's either and super positive or like kind of yeah. negative. Yeah. It's, it's one of those where it's like, you're yeah. not who you are on the gram yeah. <laughs> because it's a highlight reel, but you're a really <laughs> fucking cool dude. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what it's about, man. Like leaving your mark like that, like the people that have been really good and awesome kind of conversation. Like those are the ones that leave the mark and make me want to be a better person. You know, my daughter makes me want to be a better person. So yeah, I want to be competing at the top of the world, but I also want to be leaving my mark on everybody in the, yeah. in the scene and, and the, to like just strive to be better, you know, like yeah. we're all kind of lost. We've all had our pitfalls and stuff, but like being able to be a positive role model or to rub off on someone in a good way is just adding to the positivity of the whole community. Everybody just kind of, you know, you smile at me, I mm, smile at him, yeah. he smiles at him, you know, next thing you know, we're all smiling, yeah, you know, yeah. like, and that's, that's a big th- aspect to 
the sport and life, you know, but, um, so yeah, there's just, there's just so many different pieces to the puzzle, you know, and it's, it's, uh, but it's worth it, you know? Yeah. So that's, those are the things I strive for is to just be better every day, um, as myself, as a person and, you know, the training and stuff comes with that. But, you know, that's kind of my number one is to just be a better person. Absolutely. Yeah. I feel like that impacts everybody a lot better than, you know, just, oh, fuck yeah, I hit a badass deadlift, whatever, right. I beat this guy, I beat that guy, <laughs> yeah. look at my trophies, you know, like, yeah. I've done this, I've done that, cool, but yeah. who are you? you know, yeah, like, exactly. Yeah, like, does it actually, because here's the other thing, too, there's so many strong men in the world that have stepped on the world stage, that have done world records, that really just don't matter anymore. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. what kind of legacy did they leave behind? Absolutely. You know, like... Pujanowski, who I think, yeah, watch out, that'll pop straight out. Get you. Pujanowski, who I think was the greatest strongman of all time. Yes, I agree. I mean, what does he do? Nothing. Like, what kind of legacy did he leave and, behind? And he he took his trophies and he left. Yeah, you know, he never he never. Now he back. does jujitsu. Jujitsu. He's still old. He's still yeah. shredded. Right. Still <laughs> shredded. Still. Bad. He's that like, guy, but. Man. Yeah, he was just a guy that walked on a stage, did a thing, and then left. Exactly. So, what did he do on his back time? Exactly. Like, sure, he could have done. Obviously, he's not from the United States, so right. I'm just using him as an example. Nothing more than that. But like, what did he leave behind for the next generation? Right. Yeah. That's right. A, that's the biggest thing for me now, especially after having my son. It's like everything that I do on a daily basis sets him up for success or failure. Mm. Period. Like, if I go and fuck off and fuck up. It's a, it's affecting him now. It's not just me. Yeah. And granted, I should have been thinking about that the entire time, whether I had a, somebody or not, because just day to day, like interactions with other people, I can fuck up somebody's day just as fast as I can make their day. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's basically what it comes down to anymore. Yeah. Well, things happen at the right time, you know, mm-hmm. yeah, oh, yeah. kind of right in the middle of the muck and then it's like oh fuck you know you got to surrender to it you know yeah um i really like uh so i really like mitch hooper you know yeah. his whole lift heavy be kind you know yeah. like he's yeah. an awesome which he came by iron titan i don't know if y'all know that what yeah he, he was going he was doing a tour of uh he was hitting like different gyms with different like famous athletes and kind of okay. telling their story about what it takes to be an athlete. Okay. So I did start seeing He was like okay. with a bunch of popular CrossFitters mm-hmm. and there's this, uh, gym. It's a Muay Thai gym. That's down the street from, uh, Iron Titan and on, on Dartmouth. It's mm-hmm. called pound for pound Muay Thai. It's just a back alley yep. spot. And they train all of the top, uh, women UFC fighters. Okay. There. There's a lot of people there, but like the top women, uh, go there. So he was, uh, training with Doug Rose, uh, the shaved head, like some tiny little. Do you know what I'm talking about? No, I'm trying to picture. Uh, fuck. <laughs> well, she was like bad. I think she's a bantamweight. I forget. She's okay. Was a champ for a while. I think she okay. just lost her belt, but he was there, and then he stopped in right before. What comp was that? World's strongest man. Yep. Yeah. yeah. So he was he was walking like a 1300 pound yoke or something. Like really? That. Yeah. yeah. So what? We got to take pictures. Yeah, of him, he, it's on his Instagram and everything. No shit. But he was just cool as shit. You know, like he got his training done, but then afterwards he like saw people doing stuff and walked up and he's like, "So in my experience, this is kind of how I've right, done it." Right, right, right. And nobody had to like walk up to him and ask him. He was just like more than willing to like give us some knowledge and help people out he didn't know any of us you know but it was like that's cool as fuck he left he left his mark on me you know like absolutely um 
I want to find it because I I remember seeing that Dude, and I was I didn't super even jealous. Know that. Yeah, it was just yeah. random. I walked in there day said somebody's like, "Well, Mitch Hooper's here." Like, <laughs> like what? <laughs> what? Huh? That's wild. But I mean, that is so cool, and that, I agree. I'm a huge fan of him because of that because he puts being a good person before a good athlete in the yeah. sense, right? And yeah. like. Yeah, because like you said, in this world, it's fucking cool that we can do these things, and we're super blessed to be able to do it, but something goes wrong, and that's gone. It's like, what do you got left? You know yeah. what I mean? So, um, no, I love that that's like your main focus, so. Yeah, it's, uh, so like, when I was attempting the world record axle press, mm -hmm. right, I was super stressed out, I was cutting intensely, um, and we had to move that month. And it was one of those things where I was like, fuck, I'm just dreading this. You yeah. Know? But we reached out and Brittany asked everybody at the gym and they all took time out of their day. We ended up getting it done in like a couple hours, Sick. you know, but there's been times in my life when I wouldn't have anybody that would be willing to help me out, right. you know, to do right. things. Absolutely. And it wasn't because there was just nobody around. It was because I just wasn't the kind of person that attracted people that wanted to help me, mm -hmm. you know? So. Mm -hmm. It's one of those things, man, like you give to people and they'll give back and just, you'll always just have support and give support. And that's like, that's what it's about, you know, is being able to have that kind of legacy and pass that on to the children, see them seeing you interact with different people and being really mm -hmm. friendly. So like at competitions, I always try to meet somebody yeah, new and yeah, shake, shake yeah. more hands. I usually try to go to the guy that got like last place or whatever and be right. like, dude, you did great out there. Absolutely. You know? Usually Absolutely. They, they're like, man, I don't know. This was really tough for me. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, keep it up, you know, like, yeah. um, so things like that are, are what's important. I feel like. I oh, agree. right I here. Agree 100%. <clears throat> yeah. Oh yeah. There it is. Iron Titan. The Strauss think, right there. I think the mat was like folding on him or something, but he was all jet lagged and shit. That's so crazy. I didn't know that. Yep. That's crazy though. There's me. I, I know. I saw you back there. I saw you back there. Super cool. I was just saying your pure red shirt. That's <laughs> why I knew it was you. I was like, "There's Ben." You see everybody like turning, watching him go, and it's like, "Look at this mouth wide <laughs> open." We didn't want to like He's crowd so around him and be like, "Oh, right, Mitch, right, Mitch!" Right, right, but right. as soon as he picked up that yoke, everybody turned. It's like, "Yes, go, go!" Yeah. <laughs> and then Strauss right behind him doing the fucking <laughs> the navy walk around. Yeah, yeah. That's fucking rad, That's dude. I didn't know that. Yeah. He's not one of those people either that take, takes your breath away when you see him because he's just I like believe, they're massive yeah. humans, you know? Like, well, yeah, and yeah. what is he? He's like 6'3 and fucking, what, 300 pounds? Yeah. He's nothing super- Like a total no. normal dude. Like he's, he's not normal. a Brian Shaw. No. Yeah. Like right. Brian Shaw, when you walk up to him, he's 6'7, 400 yeah. pounds in the off season, 450 yeah. in the on season. It's like, that's a lot of man. Yeah. Like yeah. that's a big yeah. fucking guy. When I put my hand up next to him, I was like- you're something else. Like you're literally something. That's else. Titan right next to him, deadlifting, right? Yeah, he was deadlifting oh, there shit. too. Yeah, just yeah, he was throwing some weight around. Just an easy 350 kg. But he was dude, on just Axel. such a nice guy, you know. That's so cool, dude. Did he, let me ask this question? Did he pay his one day pass? Fuck no. <laughs> No, Katie and you're Justin done. were just like, you're fucking done. <laughs> Mitchell were... Hooper, if you ever come to our gym, you're paying $15. Okay, you come in with I know your YouTube you have crew, it. the you whole have crew. I'm like, $15, $15, $15, $15. No. $15. He had, his, he had his, uh, his photographer in there with him and stuff. Mm. And what is funny is, you know, Katie got 
all starstruck oh, when she shit. met him. And she didn't she didn't lead the conversation properly, but he was in the middle of deadlifting. He dropped the weight and she walked up. Hi, hi, I'm I'm Katie. <laughs> And he was like, honestly, I'm, I'm just trying to work out. And he was just trying to breathe. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. she didn't say, hey, welcome to my gym. I'm, right. yeah, I'm you know, Katie, I'm the Katie owner. Minning. Thank I you own so it. much. Yeah, I appreciate in. it. Like, you know, yeah. Yeah. let me know if you need anything. She yeah. was like, hi, I'm, I'm Katie. So he just yeah. like thought it was some. Just some person <laughs> working out. Like, was all. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, right just, on. So we talked about it later on, though, and had a little laugh. But um, yeah, he. Figured out who she was and it yeah. looked good. But he thought he's it was like trying to breathe after the deadlift. Right, like, right. <laughs> That's so funny. Oh, Katie's awesome. Oh, I love Katie. That's fucking cool. Yeah. But see, like those are all like the CrossFitters. Yeah, I the... saw all those posts. I I don't okay, know yeah, how. I, I think that's what I saw, Danny Spiegel. Danny, yeah. 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 And I saw all these, and I don't yeah, know how yeah. I missed that fucking Iron Titan one. That's crazy. Yeah. So he's he's doing a documentary, I think. I don't know if it came out yet, but he basically interviewed all of these. <laughs> That's me and you in the bathtub, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> no. To right. talk about their struggles, like becoming a top tier athlete, okay. and you know how, and everybody kind of has a pretty crazy backstory of like which, overcoming. Which is great because there for the longest time it was such a stigma with all of these fucking like uh top tier athletes is like i don't have it because yeah. i'm not these fucking people mm-hmm. like these people were born in a lab they were made on fu- in test tubes and this is how they came out yeah like brian shaw is a very good example of that brian shaw was naturally fucking strong from the day he was born yeah like this dude was fucking d1 athlete like bad motherfucker no matter what just decided to stumble onto strongman and became world's strongest man. Granted, there was a lot of work from that. I'm not going to take that away from him. But I'm not fucking Brian Shaw. Yeah, his like, frame alone is just built to carry heavy loads. Yeah, you know? right, like, right. yeah. <laughs> like Novikov is hands down what I compare a real athlete to. Yeah. yeah. He's six foot, I think six foot one, yeah, six and one. he's barely fucking 300 pounds. Mm. Yeah. And he is world's strongest man. Yeah, he fucking outbeat everybody who was bigger than him. Basically, when it came down to the day, and won. Like everybody would like to say, like, "Oh yeah, the class wasn't stacked. Thor wasn't there. Shaw wasn't there. All of these people weren't there." It's like, who? I don't fucking give a fuck. Cares? Yeah. Right. As as lighter people in the sport, right. we're like, that? "Fuck yeah!" Uh, yeah. 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 So so the small guys smoked so all the big guys. Sick. If you're yeah. under six two and you win, yeah. I'm for it. Yeah, like bro. that's huge, dude. Bro. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's amazing. I definitely, I always cheer for the smaller guys, you always. know, because and again, we we're kind of we're not in the spotlight, you know, as smaller athletes. But like you said, you see the people what they're lifting, you know, the one hundred fives and the ninety ks, and then you go to the open class, and it's like, okay, but that's still under body weight, exactly. you know, right. like these people are going, you know, two hundred pounds over, over body weight, yeah, you know, but there's not, you know, yeah, like the- sure, it's cool that you're lifting a five hundred pound stone. But you're almost 500 pounds. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> neat. Like, right. I can do almost a 400-pound stone at 200. Like, I think that's more right. impressive in itself. Like, that's why I always – I joke around with people and say, yeah, I'm stronger than the world's strongest man. Pound for pound, pound, for I, pound. Yeah. Yeah, pound, for pound I am. Yeah. Like, everybody mm-hmm. that isn't in the open class is pound for pound, like, stronger than the world's strongest man. Absolutely. It's yeah. it's. It's crazy if you put it into perspective that way, but mm. people see people are blind to the sport, which I understand yeah. why, because it is cool that these guys are pulling fucking 1,100 pounds on a deadlift. Yeah. <laughs> but at the same time, I'd much rather see fucking some dude that's like 190 pulling 800. Oh, yeah. yeah. Roll. That's, that's 
yeah. savagery. That's a I yeah, definitely. Like America's Strongest Man, I watched the girls and the 90k athletes yeah. and then i watched the max axel <laughs> yeah and then i turned it off yeah, yeah. we like, were talking about that uh yeah. the the girls and just like the yeah. pro the pro girl athletes they are more inhuman than the men are yeah oh yeah, yeah. i would rather watch the the women compete than the men too mm-hmm. because the numbers that they're fucking putting up make you feel like you got to get to work lucy underdown pulled 700 pounds even just like she didn't even hit it caesar's wife or girlfriend yeah she did a three times body weight stone oh yeah three times that would be me me personally doing a 600 pound stone yeah they have stepped it up what the fuck like that that to me is more impressive because we take that into consideration yeah Yeah, we take into body weight we're like holy shit yeah what the fuck and you know what you're doing in the gym and you're like damn this you're over here like doing the calculations like I am a pussy. Yeah. Holy shit. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Good thing I'm, yeah, it's like, good thing I'm not competing against the women. <laughs> yeah, like. dude. Oh, shit. We have, uh, we've been rambling on for an hour and a half. Nice. <laughs> it's been, I, time flies yeah, when you're talking shit. Yeah, I didn't expect shit. it. <laughs> talking shit. Uh, talking shit's always fun. It's always good. <laughs> always fun. Oh, yeah. Um, so we're, we're going to wrap it up, but we always like to wrap it up with a question, of course. Cool. Do you rather... Love to win or hate to lose, and why? Love to win, hate to lose. Um, no, I think that there's a lot more perspective in losing. Um, there's a lot more value in that um, because it gets the wheels turning, mm. you know, and you're like, fuck, okay, what's the next plan of action? Like, you get a prescription that you develop from losing to make yourself better. Okay. When you win, what do you get? You get a trophy, you're pr- proud of yourself for a couple of days, you know, but you don't get that perspective that you get from losing. You That's know? fair. Like, you don't, you know, cool, I won. Fuck yeah, I'm proud of myself and whatever. Right. And then you just get back to the day to day, whatever, next? you know. Right. But when you're losing, you're getting hungry. Hmm. And it really just brings things to a different level where you got to work harder. So I value that perspective more than winning. So. I'd say I'd go with the losing, you know. Okay. So I don't know. But I that's like just it. me. No, I'm, yeah, I'm no, weird. I get it. No, my no, there for the longest time, my mindset was like more on the losing side, but now, now that I'm like winning something builds a momentum and it makes me carry my chest a little higher. It, like it's it's weird because obviously there's always two sides of the spectrum, right? There's either like you loving to win and you're doing really good or you're hating to lose and you're kind of like down about it, but you know how to fucking like focus Yeah. and like you were saying, like bring that in. So it's always funny because I love every single person that we've it's ever had on this podcast. It has always been different yep. and there's always a different side of things. Right. So, yeah. Well, I mean, second place to me is losing. If you ain't first, yeah, yeah, you're, it's last. you're last. Yeah. 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 So, Facts. I mean, it's, yeah. So, I mean, I guess a lot of people sometimes are, Oh, but you got second place. Oh, you got third. Oh, you got fourth. Fuck. You did really good. And it's like, no, if I didn't win, you exactly. know, like I lost. And maybe that's just where I've been at for a while is in that place of perspective. So I'm kind yeah. of gotten okay with not getting first place, <laughs> yeah. you know, you know, that's so, fair. But, that. uh, yeah. So maybe that's just the point in time where I'm at on the spectrum. Yeah. <laughs> that's fair. Well, 
I think that's going to do it for us for the evening. We've been on this for a little bit, so if you guys are still listening, we appreciate you. Um, ben, where they well, where can uh, the people find you? Um, so Instagram, Ben Logan Fit. Um, he is super fit. I, super fit. <laughs> I try to fit into things. <laughs> um, yeah, so you can reach out to me there. Um, I don't know. I'm not really anybody important. I appreciate you guys having me on. Dude, it's yeah. super cool. So. We think you're important. We think um, you're super important. <laughs> I enjoy sharing perspective with stuff. I got uh, tons of life experience. That, uh, and I'm going to write a book one day. So you should, dude. You guys are going to get signed copies. So. Fuck, yes. Yeah. So <laughs> Sick. Dude, it'll uh, go up on... Yeah. Where I'm, I've ran out of room for my books, so I need to put a shelf somewhere. Absolutely. But. Well, it's going to be a book that... You can turn it into a shelf, so it has its own. You know, you can put it on the wall. So I love the thinking. By I just, I just came up with that. Was that Seinfeld? Yeah. Seinfeld, the coffee table book. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's so funny. So. Uh, oh, well, cool. Yeah, you guys heard it first. Uh, make sure that you guys go check out Ben on yeah. uh, Instagram at least. Uh, go give him a follow. Absolutely. Um, for the rest of us, you'll know. Yeah, you'll know. We've been saying it every fucking episode. We're on episode 56. Seriously. You guys just have, a, have to have a reel where you can hit it. Yeah, I literally just fucking set this, and then I hit the button. There's like, there's some button that's supposed to be... It's this one. If I'm holding it, it's supposed to not pick up any of this. But I guarantee it's picking up some of this. Probably. Yeah, so Probably. we'll see. But uh, for those of you, if you didn't hear that, we were talking shit the entire time. Okay. But um cool well thanks for having uh yeah, thank you ben. thanks for coming in to the yeah. podcast yeah, appreciate the invite man yeah, of, course. of course we'll definitely have to have you in we're uh mm-hmm. we're going to luckily this this cool table oh it does a raise so we're gonna have to invite you we're gonna do a bar cast here oh, soon okay. uh to where we put a few bottles of tequila on the table and we yeah. don't leave until they're gone exactly that's cool it's like a hot ones, but for alcohol. Exactly. <laughs> yes, it is. Exactly. So yeah, it's gonna be one of those where we just kind of sit around and drink and yeah, podcast. I'm more of a whiskey guy, but you okay. know what? Well, I'll, I'll do some. Um, <laughs> do a little agave. No, that is all that. whiskey. Yeah, is that that's always. <laughs> I'm the tequila one. I bring the. Tequila. I'm the whiskey guy. Yeah. I know you guys can't see this, but there's literally an entire oh, shelf dude. in the top of the closet <laughs> yeah. full of bottles. Yeah, there is. Uh, I think 43. The last time I yeah. checked. I'm quite the whiskey connoisseur. <laughs> All right. Hey, same here. Yeah. Thanks for, uh, the, thanks for the offer, though. Yeah. 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 We'll have you on. Yeah, for sure. Either way, thanks for, uh, thanks yeah. for coming. Thanks for, for sure. coming, bro. Of course. Yeah. Mike, you got anything? No, guys. Just uh, check out Ben and his journey. And, yeah, just keep sharing. Keep uh, commenting. All those great things. And we love you. That's it. <laughs> we love you. And that's it. That's it. Stay hard. That's right. Stay hard. (laughs) Stay strong. (laughs) Love you guys. Uh, Later.